Hendricks on WTKS-FM HD1. Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. Oh. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. It is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File. This one for Monday. That is Monday, September 10th, the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff. Whatever your stuff might happen to be. News and current events, we'll do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. We'll find many other things to converse about this afternoon because we always do. So take part. And the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. You can pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Check that out. And send us a text on anything at any time. We do read them. We might not like them, but we do read them. We may use them on the air. That's Real Mobile 77031. But on the phones, long distance, toll free. One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one for those of you in the metro four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Mo has the day off for religious observances. Pinkman will have the uh, news, and Jack is with us, and uh, Mister Fritz has joined us as well later in the what? program. Right after the news with uh, Pinky, we'll have a bonus round of closest to the pin, followed by Jack's audio file. Monday movie review today. We do believe. Regular round of closest to the pin. We'll fit that in somewhere. Stephen Kramer, attorney at law, comes in at 6. God only knows what we'll be talking about. If we have time, we'll have some drive home music for you. Then PPT to wrap things up at the end of the program. How about those gators? Oh. <laughs> Unfortunate. Safe. Are you done? Are you done for the season? You don't now? lose. You don't lose to Kentucky at home. I mean, you just you just don't lose to Kentucky in in Gainesville. How about those Lions? Oh. I like the record to reflect. Yeah. That today I'm wearing my UCF visor. Hell yeah! The Congratulations riser. to yes. the to the to the Knights. Yeah, the one with the with the. I don't I don't like the riser on the visor. It's a little bit too large, but I'm wearing it anyway. <laughs> And congratulations to the Knights for their win over the weekend. <clears throat> what else? Florence, this big storm. North Carolina, which uh, may affect UCF, yeah. might not be able to play on, on the weekend. No uh, way, no. Because they're supposed to play UNC. It's a bad storm. Mm-hmm. You know Jim anybody Kent. in that area, just tell them to try to get out of there as quickly as possible. It's not going to be a lot of fun. Jim Cantori's there. Oh, is he there? I think so. Yeah. Run away, people! Run away! <laughs> you know, it's. I like these storms unless they're headed our way. It's okay. kind of yeah, because oh man, a big storm, whether it's a blizzard or a hurricane, you don't want to see anybody injured. Of course, you don't want to see anybody lose their property, but that goes along with the territory because they were doing it to us when you know storms would be heading mm-hmm. into Central Florida. So, oh, I love a big storm. Well, I hope nobody gets hurt or there won't be any damage to property. But, oh, I love to watch the Weather Channel and CNN and all the rest of them. You know, Al Roker there getting blown about all over the place. But uh, this is going to be a big, badass 
storm that will hit the Carolinas. Have you ever entered the wrong apartment? Oh, uh, almost. This once. Dallas police officer yeah. has been charged with manslaughter. That's weird. Uh, walked into a wrong apartment. She thought it was her own and opened fire. Now, we don't know what was communicated between the police officer and the victim in this particular case. I hope it wasn't one of those. What are you doing in my apartment? And, right. uh, oops, those aren't my, that's not my bric-a-brac. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, scary. I don't collect Hummels. <laughs> so, uh, race, yeah. is, race has been also uh, called into question. Black man, white police officer comes home, opens the apartment door, black man oh, in what she thinks is her apartment and shoots him dead. I would imagine. And it's his apartment. Yeah. If she, I don't know. Anybody's in my house, white or yeah. black. I'm sorry. I come home. It's like eh, no, the mother of the victim. All right, I'm going to shoot the black guy, but I'm not going yeah. to shoot the white guy. I'll just get like a warning shot. The mother of the victim was saying, you know, uh, no. was questioning whether it was it because it was a black man she shot him right away. Uh, that, who knows what transpired? But uh, wrong apartment, she's been charged dude. with a manslaughter. I've never gone. Well, it's been a long time since I lived in an apartment complex, but I don't. I never. Now I've tried to get into the wrong car. I, oh, I've done that. Before. I've only heard like on purpose, like trying to. No, I mean, you know, oh, there's car. my car over there, and it's you know, it's and then you go, oh, jeez, this is not my car. You know, it's the it's. I mean, it's similar. It's the same color. It's the same size. Same model. Same manufacturer. And you're I, going, oh wait a minute, this is not my car. Wait, I got leather seats, and this is cloth. I did that one time. Scared the hell out of an old lady. I <laughs> thought I thought I was no! walking over to my car, and I yes. tried to open the car door. She just turned and looked at me, and and just went. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not my Uber driver. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, so uh, she's been charged. This uh, police officer in Dallas has been charged with manslaughter. The only time you normally hear stories of the wrong house, wrong apartment, is usually when the person is very drunk. You yeah, know, it, that's how they Well, end maybe up. I was so drunk at the time, I don't remember trying to get into the wrong apartment. Anyway, I don't yeah. know. Uh, let's see. Um, well, we mourn the loss of Mac Miller. Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, two... Uh, Two people uh, passed away this uh, past weekend. Mac Miller and who else? Burt Reynolds? No, that was, was on before. Thursday, Friday yeah, or Thursday. Bill Daly. Oh, the actor, the, the uh, great Bill Daly. God, what show is he on? Two, two good shows. Oh, oh Daddy, I know. Daryl. Can I tell him? Wait a minute. No, let them figure it out. Two good show? show? He was, he was on the Newhart show. He was the airline pilot, yep. the one who was always jet lagged. But everyone's favorite neighbor. <laughs> and he was also on... I Dream of Jeannie. Correct. Correct. Nice. I Dream of Jeannie. Yeah, he died uh, at the age of uh, 91. Glad to know our internet away. is back working. So there we go. He looked it up, too. Yeah. There's no way he knew Bob Newhart. So. Roger Healy. Major Healy. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody reported he was a super nice guy. On set, off set, this, that, whatever. So, yeah, Bill Daly has... Uh, Passed away at 91, and Mac Miller, the what rapper? Yes. He's passed away at the age of 26. That's not good. Overdose? Mm-mm. Yes. A university, of, by the way, boys and girls, never try this on your own, or if you're going to do this, please uh, uh, follow my advice. If you're going to crawl under a railroad car, <clears throat> always crawl under the middle, okay? Yeah. Never near the wheel. Ooh. A University of Central uh, Oklahoma football player was uh, crawling for one reason or another, God only knows, under a freight train. You know, when trains first start, you ever see them? 
you know, they're stalled downtown someplace, and then all of a sudden they move, mm-hmm. and the okay. and the boxcars kind of jostle back and forth because the train, the engine goes forward, and then you know pulls it, and then they, uh, you know, they kind of bang together a little bit before they get some forward motion. Yeah. Well, yeah. he was he was crawling underneath this uh, freight car, and his foot was too near a wheel, and you know, and there's no warning. Those things just all of a sudden just they just move. And uh, he lost his foot. Well, he's lucky then. Could have been yes, a lot Yes, he's very worse. lucky. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, good for him. Lucky. How yeah, lucky him. Yeah. I hope he's not a kicker. You know why? Because he replaced it. <laughs> God, Fritz. <laughs> lucky him. I'm trying, I'm trying to. He's lucky because he replaced it with a rabbit's foot. <laughs> so I'm just saying, you see trains. I mean, I'm not such a, I'm, you see trains, they jostle. They, you know, they, they, they. So if you're anywhere near that wheel, that big steel wheel, there's a very good chance before the train goes forward, it goes backward a little bit, right over your uh, right over your ankle, and uh, that didn't turn out to be a very good day for him. Les Moonves leaving a CVS, possibly with 120 million dollars. It's insane. Yeah, How's gotta, he gonna get by? Get by what? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, they'll be, that'll go back and forth, whether there's some kind of clause in his contract where they can fire him for cause and this and that. Then it just goes back and forth. And then lawyers finally figure out it's too expensive. We're losing too much money in court battles. You know, let's settle this. So he'll walk away with what, 80, $90 million. Who knows? Pretty soon we're talking about serious money. What was the opening line to the great Gatsby? I was thinking about that this morning when I first woke up and learned that move. Let me tell you about what, what's, what's the opening line. Something about rich people. I can't. Think rich of people it are now. different than you and me. Is that? I don't know. Let me look it up. Well, Jack's already got it. I think. No, we we can let Fritz. Uh, was that the first <laughs> line in the novel? Opening or... line to The Great Gatsby. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, you're gonna love uh, this. It's gonna be really good. You guys went to school, didn't you? In my younger yeah. and more vulnerable years, my father gave me some advice that I've been turning over in my mind ever since. Whenever you feel like criticizing anyone, he told me, just remember that all the people in this world haven't had the advantages that you've uh, had. The, what's the what's the line? Uh, I got it wrong. Though. Was the best of times was the worst. No, no that's a tale of two cities. <laughs> You're a Correct. tale of two cities. Points for Fritz. Let's see what Whatever else have I got. Oh, call me Ishmael. <laughs> and and uh, we got Florence. Points yeah. for Fritz. Finish Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> yeah, what'd you think? How many it's seasons great. is that? Two. Two. Yeah, it's I, great. It's fantastic. I hear only great things. And then uh, I'm five episodes into uh, into Jack Ryan on Amazon. What about Better Call Saul? Oh, tonight. Well, yeah, I've, I've seen them all. I'll catch up the the latest episode. Oh, it's good. They're good. Yeah, Jack Ryan's really good. I if love you're it. Just into that. I've got three. It's eight it's episodes. Good. I'm five in to the eight. So I'm I've got, five in. I've got three left. I've been pacing myself. He's good. Is that John Krasinski? Yeah. It is. He's yes. good. He yeah. pulls it off. Jim from The Office. I Boys. never thought he must have. You know, how long do you think you have to work out before he's, he can get in that? Yeah, he's been working out. <laughs> he worked exactly. out for a quiet place, though. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so exactly. He already had them muscles. I never had those. I never. Did you? Even when you were. Thin, skinny, young. No, 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 no. no I never had that either. That, I, mean, like, I had a flatter, certainly a flatter stomach, and they didn't have this nonsense that hangs over the the sides. But yeah, well, I never. Did you? No, but no, <laughs> no major studio ever paid me to work out. So I'm, I'll just leave that yeah, there. Okay, we got plenty of things to talk about this afternoon. 
Uh, Mr. Pigman has the news next on Real Radio 104.1. Mo has the day off for religious observances, so Mr. Pinkman has the news. Hello. Happy Monday, I, I guess. Sure. Yeah. If you're happy mm-hmm. about Monday. Uh, you mentioned before we went to break about this Dallas police officer that's being charged with manslaughter currently. Yeah. In the fatal shooting of an unarmed man in his own apartment, Amber Geiger was off duty when she shot uh, Botham Shim Jean after mistakenly entering his apartment at a complex where she also lived. Oh. Not good. He died in the hospital after being rushed there after being shot, and uh, she's in some trouble now. So, stand to see where that one goes. How does that even happen? I what don't ain't know. I mean... I, I, I've walked up to an apartment that I thought was mine, tried to unlock it, was not able to unlock it because I was on the wrong floor. Oof. State of I mind I think she was in the wrong building, too. They all look alike. You get confused. Man, I've walked into the wrong office. You got to be distracted. Maybe she was looking at her phone. Ends up walking in the wrong building. They all look the same inside. Something had to go. I mean, there had to be some kind of... She had just communication gotten, because you'd just walk in and pull out your pistol and shoot. Yeah, I think she had just gotten off work too, so maybe she was just tired. So she lived on the third floor of this building. She ended up parking on the fourth floor and then just walked in like she thought she was on the right floor. Oh, like at the science center. Oh yes, yeah, so hey, yes. <laughs> How many times have you gotten off on the? <laughs> like, Dang it! Where is that glass bridge? <laughs> where is that footbridge? <laughs> Damn poker tournaments! I never could get out of there on time. Is it down near the turtles, or do I go up the stairs? It's real confusing here. <laughs> good times. Uh, Purdue the Pharma. The guy got shot. Yep. Well, yeah, that's not good times. This guy got shot when she put her key in the unlocked apartment door. It opened. The lights were off. Uh, they said she saw a figure in the darkness, and that's when the shooting was. Oh, this is not going to end well for you. Nope. nope probably not. Uh, speaking of not ending well, Purdue Pharma is being sued by Colorado at the moment due to uh, they they created OxyContin and all Correct. that. Uh, the Colorado's attorney general is citing their significant role in causing the opioid epidemic. The lawsuit claims Purdue Pharma and Purdue Pharma Incorporated diluted doctors and patients yeah. in Colorado about the potential for addiction with prescription opioids and continued to push the drugs the story we've heard several times before. Yeah, they convince doctors, look, and then the uh, stories, according to news stories, would pay doctors to go to seminars, and they'd uh, tout the uh, the benefits of OxyContin, and, well, it's time release, and nobody can get addicted, and this and that, whatever. And uh, now we, you know, we know what the story is. Right. Colorado Attorney General Cynthia Kaufman says... Produce habit-forming medications coupled with their reckless marketing have robbed yeah. children of their parents, families of their sons and daughters, and destroyed the lives of our friends, neighbors, and colleagues. Yeah, whereas the Florida Attorney General, the state of Florida, has one of the highest uh, opioid, opioid death uh, statistics in, in, in the United States. Where's Pam Bondi? She do anything? She doesn't care. Except take money from Trump? <laughs> I mean, really, does she do anything? It's only twenty five grand. Uh, yeah, she was sporting Adam Putnam. I was just thinking that. Yeah. So she's. So that's it. So wing in a miss. So uh, yeah, Purdue Pharma is getting sued by the Colorado Attorney General. Um, yep, we'll Whatever. see. Okay. Yep, yep. There we go. Maybe we'll get that in Florida one day.
Let us move Fez is out. What? I had a, uh, before he jumps to that story, back on the, the police shooting yes. uh, with the wrong apartment, I had a couple people text in that they believe they were dating. What? Well, I had heard that they didn't have any previous relationships, so that's interesting if, if maybe they were keeping it secret. Yeah. Do we anywhere. believe Fritz or a texter? Uh, uh, well, I believe Fritz. Really? Because I texted tough. that in. Uh, <laughs> duped. Sorry, Pinkman. Go ahead. <laughs> Thanks. Wait I, a minute. Hold on. I did see those Wait a texts. Is that? I mean, there are reports that they w- had been dating. Is that true? Well, I or haven't a, been or is able. that just a bit? No, that's a know. text coming in. That's one Real text. Mobile. Like you say, I'm on it. Text us. You know, and people do that. I don't know where they get their information. Yeah, I haven't been able to find anything that suggests that. So that's all I'll say about that. Anyway, Les Moonves is out at CBS. Bye-bye. He's what they call a kingmaker. Yeah. I suppose that's an important position to be in. Mm-hmm. Uh, their shares are down more than 8% this year. They Ouch. suffered their biggest downturn in nearly seven years in July when details of the, accu- the, of the accusation surfaced. Uh, just today, their stock tumbled close to 4%. So that comes... Bet you a dollar that Julie Chen <laughs> files for divorce within a year. Really? Within a year, you say? Yeah. No, she said she's standing by her man. Uh, within a year, a dollar. Okay, deal. Okay. Mo, write it down. Okay. Okay, good. We're covered there. Uh, CBS just hours after the New Yorker magazine posted a story on Sunday with a second round of ugly accusations against Moonves said that the company's chairman would step down. A total of 12 women have alleged mistreatment, including forced oral sex, groping, Come and on. retaliation if they resisted him. He's denied the charges, obviously. Get a hooker. A pair of statements. <laughs> Although I mean, you know, I mean, if it's, uh, I mean, sir, I mean, seriously, f- yeah, you got all the money in the world. Exactly. Uh, you know, you can, you find yourself a high priced escort and get it over with, will you? It's a power. I mean, I, I understand it's a power thing, but at the same time, come on, man. Yeah. So CBS says 20 million will be donated to one or more organizations that support the Me Too movement. And workplace equality for women. Whatever. However, in a regulatory filing published today by the Securities and Exchange Commission, CBS said that $120 million will be placed in a grantor trust. And if an internal investigation finds that Moonves' employment cannot be terminated for cause, he will get that full $120 million. Pretty sweet deal, huh? Yeah, right? If you're going to jump, it's nice to have a golden parachute. Right, we're gonna get we're getting rid of you because uh, because of your past actions as it relates to sexual assault. But here's your 120 million. <laughs> Go away, <laughs> don't come back. Yeah, exactly. Well, the thing about men like that, I mean, they you know after you make a certain amount of money, then it's just gravy. Uh, but it's the reputation. You know, they can't live with uh, with the bad reputation. Whether it's uh, what's his name from the today Today Show, nobody wants to be near you. You know, you go into the into the cheese store, wine and cheese store in the Hamptons, and uh, everybody yeah. they ignore you yeah. and they try and kick you out of New hey, Zealand. Matt, they don't do that. Hey, Matt, how are you doing anymore? Yeah, no. Hey, Charlie. No. Hey, Matt. Oh, look, it's Kevin Spacey. Let's ignore him completely. Really? No one wants to be near you, people. Speaking of things no one wants to be near, Carolinas are bracing for extremely dangerous Hurricane Florence at the moment. Florence has rapidly strengthened into a potentially catastrophic Category 4. 
as it's closing in on North well, and South We wish Carolina. them the best, but thank God it's not headed this way. Oh, it's just a giant pain in the ass. Expected to hit, hit them later this week. Gonna watch. The hurricane coverage? Yeah, you gotta watch. Yeah, I mean, you have to. Yeah, it's right? like storm porn. Um, I believe yeah, it is storm it porn. It is storm porn. I love it. Did, see, I didn't watch any of the the last storm. That, what is it, Gordon? G- yeah, Greg? George? So. It, something with the G? Oh, the one up in Hold on. Giovanni? Yeah, that was nothing. But that was, you know, you got to get category, cat three well, or more. It's not on all the stations. It's only on Weather Channel, right? When it's not coming for you. Right. So we don't get the local oh, coverage. Oh, no, this, uh, yeah, you don't get, yeah, you have to go to, yeah, MSNBC or CNN or Fox or Weather Channel for this one. But they'll be all over oh, this. Man. This storm is centered about 1,230 miles east-southeast of Cape Fear, North Carolina. Cape Cape of Fear. Cape of Fear. Cape Fear. Cape of Fear. I'm a convicted felony. Fritz said yeah. Jim's, yeah. Jim Cantori's already up there, so I suppose that means that's trouble for concern. Yeah, exactly. It's not all good. Thank right. you. Let me take a little break. Yeah, we'll yeah, come yeah. back with more news, maybe some food, birthdays, all that good stuff. Don't forget that bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Closest to the pin at the top of the hour. Mo's not here today, so Pinky has the news. Maybe some food and birthdays as well. Oh, I've got the food all right. Today, September 10th, 2018, is one National Hot Dog Day, sir. What? I know. What? Can you believe that? No. I had hot dogs over the weekend. Nice. They were yash. Oh. That, that stinks. Where'd you get them? Wait, don't sell people out. When you, when you... Supermarket hot dogs, but I got the wrong brand. I thought they would be good, and my wife's out of town. And so, you know, okay, time for hot dogs. See the sodium content on those? Yeah, your tongue gets a little... <laughs> after... Uh, <laughs> I got the wrong one. Your fingers are swollen. Is it just hot dog day? Because I thought it was another day as ham well. Day. I don't know. It might like, be. Yeah, I can't do hot dogs and ham on the same day. No, I'll, all I see is hot dog day. Yeah, but I mean for me. Oh, yeah, that's a lot of sodium. Yeah. Dog loved it. I mean, they're good. They're a good time. Did you know the term hot dog is credited to sports cartoonist Tad Dorgan? Ate two and a half of them. <laughs> but they were. <laughs> you go, this isn't quite good. Now, you know, hot dogs can have a little sure. bit of a, I don't know, kind of weird taste sometimes. It's another day as well. What is it? Yeah, I'll play it for you. All right. Okay. This is the day it is. As well as Hot Dog Day, it's also the... This is a commercial from 1975 to tell you what day it is today. Take a listen. Think you know today's food prices? Try and guess the cost of this dinner. Three pieces of batter-dipped chicken, fried crisp and golden, fluffy whipped potatoes, tender sweet vegetables, and apple cake cobbler for dessert. Yeah, yeah, it's a TV dinner. What's your guess? About $2? $2.50? Wrong. It's about 85 cents. What? And it's a Swanson <laughs> fried chicken dinner. That's some value. Swanson can change your ideas what about year? today's high food prices. 1975 classic wow. Swanson's TV dinner commercial. 1975, 89 cents for a meal <laughs> like that. And today, September 10th, yeah, is what, National TV Dinner Day. What do they cost now? I don't know. Uh, you bucks? I, they're probably no like idea. four bucks or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Got to have one of those in a long time. Wrong. It's 89 cents. Wow. I, when I saw that price, I was like, even in 75, I'm like, really? 
pretty crazy. I'd like to see that operation, then putting all that food together. <laughs> Ooh, no, you don't. I, I, actually, I did it over the weekend. I went to a place. I was getting my car. Brakes done on my car. Went next door to a fast food place. Spent a few dollars on a meal. And you just eat food. And when it's that cheap, you're like, there's something wrong with this. Food should not be this inexpensive. Yeah, and you wonder, what am I eating? That's how I felt about those hot dogs. Yeah. I'd have a second one to make sure the first one was was bad. (laughs) It was. Then I had a half one. How was your temper? Wait, no, you did not eat two hot dogs. I did not have a temper tantrum. I had no, no, it didn't. Mm -mm. When when was this? Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. So you already recovered from the Gators loss. Yeah, it didn't. No, I was thinking, no, I didn't have a, I didn't have a conniption. Thank goodness. Is your wife back yet? They're all natural. Yeah, she gets back tomorrow. They're all natural. I mean, you know, Ew. they're all natural, this, that, whatever. All right. Yes. That's why it wasn't good. No, it wasn't. Yeah. You need the mechanically separated pork parts. <laughs> 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 yeah, we smashed up the feet and shoved them in this tube. It's good. Trust me. Well, <laughs> and the cancerous re- tumors. You know, the- you know, sometimes you you know how it is. You're really looking forward to a particular food, yep. and then you have it. And say, man, that was exactly what I wanted. I was really looking forward to these hot dogs, and then it was like, this is not, this is not working out right. What a letdown! It was. It, it was a major letdown. When you cheat, like if you, whether it's ice cream or dessert or something, if you're gonna be bad, you want it to be good. Thank you. You know, you don't want to be bad and then be disappointed. Then you're like, well, what was that all about? You yeah. know, how does it taste wait. like? Are these spoiled or? Yeah. I'll eat a second one to make sure. Chris. <laughs> this just in, SeaWorld Orlando gets a new park president. Another one? Yeah. Didn't they just get one within the past year, a new one? I don't know. Send I don't the know. sales rep over. Let's get them advertising again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They'll be good to go in a couple of months. Right. <laughs> They're just waiting for the my exit. SeaWorld versus Jim Phillips. <laughs> He's gone. 20-year-long feud. <laughs> Thank God. Back to business. We're going to be rolling into that once you're out of here, I think it was more than 20 years, too. <laughs> we might be close to 30. Yeah. <laughs> Trust your kid like a what? Was and it a seal? They sent a that damn seal? SeaWorld blimp towards the studio like it was that movie with, uh, what's his name? Black Sunday. Thank you. Yeah. I saw it coming from miles away. Had okay. a... Peering out the window and you see the SeaWorld blimp heading your way as you're talking smack about them. There's a bus yeah, in different studio, different area of town, and we overlooked Highway 50. And I don't know if there's a billboard there or not, but I said there's a billboard there with Shamu, and it's crying. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like the tears are coming from its eyes. Oh, my God, the traffic. <laughs> then they sent that blimp my way. <laughs> Maybe they were coming to check out the billboard. <laughs> Does it really look like he's crying? Oh, God. I, I put know. together a free commercial <laughs> for uh, just your kids up like a baby seal day and get in free. <laughs> yeah, pretty funny. Sit in it the front funny. row. Sit oh, in the front row it. at oh, the Shamu show. Yeah. Can you see if your kid, you're sitting you know, where the glass is and Shamu or whatever those killer whales are doing their thing and you're sitting next to your kid dressed up like a, a penguin or a baby seal and all of a sudden that orca spots you or spots the kid? Not good. No. No bueno, senor. And they've disliked me ever since. Gee, I and I don't why. know why. Uh-huh. Yeah, Hard but the, the board never turned over, so it was always those same people, and boy, did they hold a grudge. Yeah, exactly. All the, you know, the thing they should have done, like in anything like that, Jim, come on down. We're going to show you what we do behind the scenes. Yeah. Oh, probably would, probably would, 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 would have been the biggest lap dog around. And giving you a nice uh, 
orca dog. Mm. Yeah, like one of those hot stuffed dogs. toys. Yeah, yeah. Orca stuffed toys. It's like a hot dog with a whale tail. <laughs> orca dog. Yeah, <laughs> you would have been right. their best friend. <laughs> Instead, they have a picture of you at every turn south. They said the employee lounge, they used to have a dartboard with my face on it. I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, SeaWorld Orlando gets a new park president. All right. Good for them. Mazel tov. Yes. Lechayim. Consumers should see a break at the gasoline pump in the coming weeks and months, unless old uh, Florence boy decides to screw all that up, along with all his other tropical storm friends. Gas prices fell a nickel over the past week in Central Florida, according to AAA's daily fuel gauge. Just as four tropical systems in the Atlantic Ooh. are forming... A gallon of regular unleaded is now 273 in the Orlando metro area. What's that one that's supposed to slip south of Puerto Rico? They're not talking about that one a lot. I'm nervous about that. I can't keep up. Is it Helene? No, Helene went north. Isaac? I think it's Isaac. Is it Isaac? I think. I don't know. Yeah, where's Isaac? Yeah, Isaac, Isaac, Isaac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm he's reading. At, he's the, uh, at the bar on the Lido. Because they're deck. paying so much attention to Florence, I think they're, you know. Oh, is, oh Isaac they're going to flank us. Making a move. Isaac will flank us. Yeah, yeah Isaac's still on target for the Caribbean. That's from the uh, Saint John source. Wow, that does not look. That's going to hit. Uh, Florence is going to hit South Carolina, North Carolina, and part of Virginia. Saint John's like. source, or is that a source in Saint John's? It what says Saint John's source is the website. Go to uh, Jay's Hurricane page. That's the best. Oh, that's just the authority. Think about Jay's Hurricane page. Jay's. Hurricane. I have no idea who Jay is, but he's had that page he's, forever. He's got a good page. Yeah, he does. Jay's Tropi- page o Hurricane. Yeah, tropicwx.com. <laughs> Whatever. Next. All right. Yep. So gas should drop uh, as long as we don't get pelted by storms. So that'll be nice. Former President Obama gave a speech, I believe, Friday afternoon. It was good. Urging him. Yeah, everyone loved it. I have uh, friends that say the they president. cried. He yeah, the president well, said he, he fell, fell asleep. asleep. Everyone else loved it. You know something? If I'm watching something and I can't understand the big words, I, I fall asleep too. <laughs> nice. Uh, anyway, he did a speech urging Americans to vote in the upcoming midterm elections. He was out in Anaheim, California, stumping for Democratic congressional candidates around the state. Yeah, he was trying to spit out the word anonymous. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. I missed that part. Oh, it was beautiful. <laughs> it was. He couldn't get that thing. It looked like we it's all have our struggles word. with certain words, but anonymous is not one of them. It's a lot of Boy, syllables. he couldn't get that out of there. And then, and then, and then, and then. Yeah, he was anonymous and anonymousing. Anonymous. Like, oof, something's going on there. He ended up calling out President Trump by name. Yeah. Uh, which breaks a tradition that one POTUS work against another. Yeah, Trump broke, he's broken every damn rule that we, every norm. Here you go. An anonymous, really an anonymous. <laughs> is that really him <laughs> yeah, or is that took, doctor? No, that's him. He took two shots at it. Yeah. But remember that speech he gave where he was, I don't know if it was like a denture issue, yes. where he yeah, was yeah, slurring yeah. a lot. That's Thank what you it, so much. That's what it sounded like again here. An anomalous, really an anomalous. There's something going on there. Yeah. And he doesn't, he's, he doesn't drink. No, no. So I don't know what that, I don't know what that, I mean, that's not a terribly difficult word, is it? Anonymous. 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 It's a lot of syllables. Some, some weird words just trip you up the wrong way. Happens, eh? Happens all the time. 
Yeah, I'd say if you were nervous, maybe giving a speech, I, you could get tripped up on it. But and, he, and he has said anonymous at other times because I heard him talking about this book no, a lot. That's some well, neuron that's not firing. Maybe he had low blood sugar. You know how and anomalous, really an anomalous. What the hell? Vice President Mike Pence is calling for the anonymous writer of the New York Times op-ed oh, good to job, step Big forward Big and resign. It. What? You said anonymous. Yes. Yes. Points. I didn't even notice. Pence told Fox News Sunday that person should do the, quote, honorable thing and resign. He calls the article un-American and an assault on our democracy. Vice President went on to say that he would take a lie detector to Assault on our to... democracy? <laughs> well, yes. He's waiting. He said well, he... that there would be people plotting against the duly elected leader of the nation. Well, I think the person should step forward as well. Mm-hmm. I think if you're at the... Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a low-scale coup is what it is. I mean, if you, if you think that the, the, the country is in such dire straits with this guy in the Oval Office, I, I, I do believe you have a... Oh. Responsibility to step forward and say, hey, folks. You and Barack with one R agree on that. He also called out the person. Yeah, come on. He, he goes, you can't support 90% of this agenda and then try and be the good yeah, guy here. Yeah, you can't, you can't be taken <laughs> yeah, or agreeing to take you. things off the president's <laughs> desk. I mean, he's the duly elected president of the United States. And, and Barack's right. You, nobody elected these people. You know, if you're the assistant uh, secretary of whatever it is, I mean... Taking papers off the president's desk because he forgets. Put them in charge. He forgets about. Well, Gary Cohn, I believe, is well, the one yeah, who said I, he took I, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but apparently there are others as well. Because he forgets about them. Well, that's fine, but that that that's borderline coup territory. Coo 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 coo. So Mike Pence says he'll take a lie detector test to prove he's oh, not the guy that wrote it. He is such a he is such a kiss ass. He just isn't wants he? you to he's know the biggest brown noser around. Just wants you to know how how honorable he is. Yeah. Just so you know, did you watch Serena play over the weekend? I didn't watch Serena play, but I watched uh, all the reports related to uh, <laughs> the meltdown and the you know the penalties and all that kind of stuff. And Pegman's previewing <clears throat> the entire audio file oh, today. Sorry, I'll drop it if you. What would you no, think? Go ahead. No, uh, go ahead. We'll talk 20, about it yeah. later. Twenty-year-old Naomi Osaka won the women's singles champion. Yeah, the, at the, the US sorry Open. thing about this is affair is, of course, uh, Americans and others can be total bores because they were booing. You know, this uh, Japanese-American player, American-Japanese, whatever she is, American player, you know, uh, wins this uh, wins this title and people are booing. She even apologized. She said, I'm sorry the person you wanted to win didn't win. Damn, that's a backhanded apology. Yeah. You know, Serena had to step forward and say, come on, knock off the booing. Serena's being fined a total of $17,000 for three code violations. Well. There is the question about, uh, you know, gender equity in uh, in tennis and then uh, whether this was the proper time and place, you know, would she have broken her racket and gone on and on and on with the uh, with the ref or line judge? I don't care, remember what they call him. You know, if she had been winning the chair umpire, they called him Carlos Ramos. Uh, she was oh, docked him. 10 grand for verbal abuse of Carlos. Four thousand for being warned for coaching, and three thousand dollars for breaking her racket. Well, the guy admitted later on that he was coaching, and that's the thing. It's like she said, "I wasn't looking," and her big stink was that 
basically when you say she was receiving coaching, you're accusing her of cheating. And she just lost it saying, how dare you accuse me of cheating? I want an apology. Yet her coach said, oh, I was trying to coach like every single other coach does in every other match. Well, he got caught. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. I don't know. So, no. I, I'm not sure. I mean, I understand the gender uh, problems. Outside of Grand Slams, women and men make about the same in, in tournaments. But in Grand Slam play, the men far outrank women when it comes to money. The money is not a huge factor here because that and comes... she's a draw. That comes out of her $1.85 million runner-up yeah. prize money. So, you know. Well, she really bricked that racket, too. Yeah. I, yeah. So, so, I, like, I would not mess with her. She's, no. she's a frightening oh, She's woman. a great athlete. I think the three of us arm wrestling her would lose. Yeah. Easily. Oh, Fritz is here. That's four. Oh. <laughs> the four of us would I lose. I thought you were saying Fritz might have a chance. He might. He works no out, way. you know. He runs every day. He quit smoking. Yeah, how many was days? Last time you had a cigarette. Um, the twenty ninth, twenty third, August twenty third. Oh, good for you. Yeah, thank you. So six it? days different. Um, Got I the have, yips yet? Got no, the... but every now and then, you know, when I'm at the bar, you know, drinking, I'm like, I could have a cigarette, and I just open up my app. It's like. You are a beast. Yeah, you're like Superman. Yeah, you oh. got this. It's got motivational sayings. Some and... of that nicotine chewing gum. No, I don't. That's what I used. Plus, I smoked at the same time. I think it would make me sick at this point. <laughs> That's I a did. large hit of yeah. nicotine. Yeah. <laughs> Chew that stuff and smoke a couple of cigarettes at the same time. Not that I was addicted. Yeah, no big deal. You just I like just to like party. Smoking. Yeah, <laughs> I like smoking. There's that old line that was his name. Wish he had a stoma. In his throat, so he could smoke so, two cigarettes yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Was that Dice or no? It was no. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the actor, no, he, the actor, comedian. He's uh, like, he, 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 he's Morton. Oh, did a lot Dennis of fireman. Dennis, Dennis Leary, Leary yeah. Yeah, 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 did a lot of fireman shows. Yeah, <laughs> fire. his brother's a fireman. Yeah. I was thinking of Morton Downey Jr. Yeah, yeah. then he that was on too. the fireman show. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Anyway, Nike is reporting a sales boost after that Kaepernick ad got released last week. Yeah, they know what they're doing. Yeah, people bur were burning their shoes, stock <laughs> dropped for a second, yeah. but they say their online sales grew 31% over Labor Day weekend. I just think somebody at Nike in a corner office just pulled that out of their ass one day and said, yeah, let's sign him up. They do research, they have focus groups, they have all the analytics, the data, and uh, you know, now they probably turned it all around. And just to really and round shoes, that'll show everybody. Yeah. Their stock's down. Oh, it's back up. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any shoes. <laughs> yeah, barefoot. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, just to round out this article, Tiger Woods is endorsing the new ad, calling it a beautiful spot. He, he also goes out of his way to say that Nike didn't clue him in about the ad before its release. Just so you know how serious he is about it. And let me he's tell a, you, he's still a big, he's still a mystery, isn't he? There's Tiger. a big um, article about him in the Sunday New York Times in the sports section, and he still don't know anything about him, other than the uh, Perkins. Other thing. than he's losing more hair, he should just shave it off, make himself more aerodynamic. Yeah, he looks for golf. fine. Easy for a guy with a bunch of hair to say. I said he looks fine. All right. Yeah, yeah. it looks okay. But Still got a 32-inch waist. Son of a bitch. That's wrong. <laughs> exactly. That is wrong. Uh, I've got a bunch of jeans in my closet. He can... <laughs> I want those jeans. 
I'm Eve, a 32. I don't believe you. You're not a 32. Oh, yeah, you oh yeah, you're a 32. You're one of those guys that what probably hitches your under under the under the <laughs> belly. Yeah, right under the belly button. What's the, what's wrong I with mean, that? The, what's the wrong with that? Because you, you're in the <laughs> over the belt. Try button them right at the belly button and see what happens. All right. Yeah, we've seen you. You got birth and hips. Yes, I do. My God, I do. Would you say birth and hips? He's got birth and hips. Any... He's trying to body shame you, Jim. Is what is, is, I'm, not, what I'm trying to lift up your body. Mm-hmm. But whatever, man. Yeah, you want to lift my body up? No, I don't want to lift <laughs> your body up. Let's do birthdays now. All right. Fire away. We've got Colin Firth is first up today. Uh, Pride and Prejudice, Shakespeare and Love. He's 48. Fritz? He is 42. I don't know, 46? Should have gone up 58. I know why. Well, Colin Firth is 58. Fritz went the wrong it? way. The uh, Joe Perry of Aerosmith. Mm. Jim? 68. Fritz? 70. 69. I shouldn't have let you keep going. He was 68. Jim's on the money. Oh, you oh, what the suck it. I'm sorry, game. man. I don't do this every day. It's a big article about Steve Perry in the paper. Of oh, that guy. Yeah. Don't even want to know about 70 that. 70 years old. Well, Joe Perry's 68. Time flies. Well, you know who I'm talking about? Steve Perry? Yeah. Who could forget Steve Perry? Journey points. Yep. Thank Famed you. musician. Singer, really. Replaced by Adam Lambert. Anyway, finally, last up, we what, have... What, 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 what? What? At, d- wait, no. Who's the guy that sings with Journey now? The guy from the Philippines? Oh, that guy. Don't yeah. know his name. Guy Adam Lambert Philippi- replaced Freddie Mercury in That's Queen. what... Oh, man. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, Sorry, you dishing out fake news. Close enough. Is that in <laughs> honor of Moira? <laughs> Someone's got to do her yeah. job. <laughs> and finally, TV personality Bill O'Reilly. Bill O, Jim? 72. Uh, Bill O'Reilly is 73. He doesn't even he give doesn't me a window. Why do we let him play? He doesn't know how to play. Man. I don't know why you let me play. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm terrible at guessing ages. 71. 69 years old today. Close enough. It's going to be a great weekend. Go Knights. And that's the news you listen to. it. You'll never get that time back. Thanks. Thank you, Mr. Pinkman. We'll take a little break. Here's what's going to happen. We will open up the lines and choose one of you at random to play against Pinkman in a bonus round of closest to the pin. If you win, good fortune for the rest of your life. Well, what you're going to have to do, because Fritz is here, either pick Fritz or Pinkman to win. Choose correctly. You'll have good fortune for the rest of your life. Choose incorrectly. Bad luck for 24 hours next on Real Radio 104.1. Yeah, we don't like you either, but it's a really easy way to keep up with all our contests. Facebook slash Real Radio Orlando. From. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! All right, here we go. Bonus round of closest to the pin. Daniel's on the line. Daniel will pick either Mr. Pinkman or Mr. Fritz to win if he chooses correctly. He will have good fortune for the rest of his life. Unfortunately, if he chooses incorrectly, Daniel will face at least 24 hours of bad luck. Hello, Daniel. How are you today? Hey, good. How are you? All right. What do you want to do, Mr. Pinkman or Mr. Fritz to win this bonus round? 
Gonna go with Fritz. Gonna go with Fritz. All right, there Ooh. we go. Thank you. All right, who goes first, Jack? Who goes to the sound? Who goes? I, to uh, the... Fritz will go first yeah. since he was the one selected by the caller. So you go to the soundproof booth, right, Pinky? Uh, oh wait, I got it backwards, but I like it because Pinky oh, really hates going out. Let Pinky go in the hall. All right, because he gets I mad when he has to. Tainted it unclean. No, but it, it bothers Pinkman. And right. people want us to stop picking on Fritz on the texting service. Fritz, 10 oh, questions, you, including the crow question at the end. Are you ready? Yep. Here Count we go. Down for Fritz. In <clears throat> three, two, one, begin. Fritz Hurricane Florence is headed for the mid-Atlantic coast, but Florence Henderson of the TV sitcom The Brady Bunch died in what year? 1992. The Brady Bunch debuted on TV in what year? Uh, 1978. Matthew Brady. Oh, no, uh, 1968. Matthew Brady became famous for his photographs of the American Civil War. Brady died in what year? 1878. How old is actor Matthew McConaughey? Matthew McConaughey is 50. McConaughey attended the University of Texas in Austin. What's the population of Austin? Austin is uh, 260,000. The movie Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery was released in what year? 1997. Gary Powers was an American pilot who flew a spy plane over Russia and was shot down in what year? 1960. Gary Player is considered one of the greatest professional golfers of all time. He won the Masters how many times? Uh, 14. Robin Masters was a key plot character in the hit TV show Magnum P.I. Magnum ran for how many episodes? Magnum P.I. was uh, 210. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Tom Selleck was a crow in Detroit, Michigan, his place of birth, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Kalamazoo, Michigan? That would be 60. Time? Mm. All right. There you go. Okay. Jim, did you write down the answers? Yes. No. <laughs> I remember during the first question, so okay, good for we're, you. we're good to go. All right, here's Mr. <laughs> uh, Pinkman. Hello, Pinky. He flicked me off. Who? Fritz. Oh, did he? Wow, what a what a narc. <laughs> I'm going to stab you in the belly when I go in there. Good. Stop, jeez, God, please settle down, will you? Now, narc, people refer to for anyone who rats someone out, but really, isn't that short for narcotics officer? Probably. Yeah. Are you a yes. narc? Yeah. <laughs> okay, just checking. <laughs> Ten questions for you, Pink, including the crow question. You ready? Deal, Here yes. Go. Three, two, one, begin. Mr. Pinkman, Hurricane Florence headed for the mid-Atlantic coast, but Florence Henderson of the TV sitcom The Brady Bunch died in what year? 2014. The Brady Bunch debuted on TV in what year? Uh, 1971. Matthew Brady became famous for his photographs of the American Civil War. Brady died in what year? Uh, 1920. How old is actor Matthew McConaughey? He is 43. McConaughey attended the University of Texas in Austin. What's the population of Austin? Uh, 200,000. The movie Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery was released in what year? 1994. Gary Powers was an American pilot who flew a spy plane over Russia and was shot down in what year? Uh, 1948. Gary Player is considered one of the greatest professional golfers of all time. He won the Masters how many times? Uh, 12. Robin Masters was a key plot character of the hit TV show Magnum P.I. Magnum ran for how many episodes? 137. Get it within 25. You went outright. If Tom Selleck was a crow in Detroit, Michigan, his place of birth, you would have to fly how many miles to reach Kalamazoo, Michigan? Uh, 131. Time? Oh, Wow. Wow. No handicap, right? No handicap. No One handicap. second separates the two. Oh, boy. Let's score this game. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Florence Henderson of the Brady Bunch died in what year? Fritz said 1992. <clears throat> Pinkman 2014. 2016. Pinkman gets a point. The Brady Bunch debuted in on TV in what year? Fritz, Fritz said 1968. Pinkman 1971. 1969. Oh, that is Fritz. Tie game. Dang it. Matthew Brady, famous for his photographs of the American Civil War. Brady died in what year? Fritz said 1878. Pinkman 1920. 1896. 26. Oh, that is totally uh, uh, Fritz. That's me by two. How old is actor Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> Fritz said 50. Pinkman said 43. All 48. Right, all right, all right. He's off by five. Oh, P- Fritz leads three to one. McConaughey Lame. attended the University of Texas in Austin. What's the population of Austin? Fritz said 260,000. Pinkman, 200K. 810,000. Ooh, that's Fritz. A lot of people. State capital, right? Four yeah. to one. The movie Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery, released in what year? Pinkman, uh, Fritz said 97, Pinkman 94. Right on the money. 1997. Oh, oh, you are getting crushed. It is now 6-1. to one. Oh, Barry well. Powers, an American pilot who flew a spy plane over Russia. He was shot down in what year? Fritz said 1960, which I believe is good. Pinkman said 1948. Right on the money, 1960. <laughs> Whatever, stupid cold. Gary work. Player considered one of the greatest professional golfers of all time. He won the Masters how many times? Here's where things get wonky. <laughs> Off the rails. Fritz said 14, Pinkman 12. There was three. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. Pinkman gets another yeah, point. Best golfer of all time. Come on, 12. One of the best. Mm-hmm. Robin Master is a key plot character in the hit TV show Magnum P.I. Magnum ran for how many episodes? Uh, Fritz said 210, Pinkman 137. 162. Yes. Oh, that is definitely Pinkman, who has a total of three points. Then three, six, seven. It's eight to three. Fritz leads. Oh, we get to the You're the going crow. down. Uh, maybe. Eight to three. Get it within 25. You went out right. If Tom Selleck was a crow in Detroit, Michigan, his place of birth, you would have to fly how many miles to reach Kalamazoo, Michigan? Fritz said. Mr. Fritz said 60 miles, Jim. Pinkman? 131. In fact, if Tom Selleck... Was in Detroit. He'd have to flap his wings in order to reach Kalamazoo. He'd have to fly a total of 143 miles. Oh, that's Pinky. That's Pinkman within oh, the range of 25. Yes. So despite losing 8-3, to three, Pinkman Woo! wins the game on the crow question. Take that. And by the way, would have lost on time by a full second. Oh, Daniel, lame. bad luck for you. 24 hours of bad luck for you starts right now. What a rip. Yeah. Remember, wow. close only <laughs> counts in horseshoes. I was beaten by the best. What? No. Yeah. You're beaten by pin. dumb luck. No, to be the best, you got to beat the best. That's right. Rick Flair. Woo. <laughs> anyway. Wow. I tried my best. Yeah, well, was it wasn't it good, good enough. enough. Huh? <laughs> it was not good enough. No. <laughs> Oh, jeez! Fritzy did double duty. He was on the news junkie today. Beat down. You know what? What? This is what's crazy about life. Last (laughs) night, (laughs) last night, somebody actually said, "Who was it that got shot down?" And I go, "Powers." I go, "Gary Powers." And then I looked it up. Francis Gary Power. Like literally last night, 1960, and it's a question today. And then in 1960, the newspapers had U2 pilot, and that's how the band, they saw that, and they're like, let's call our band U2. That's weird, though, right? That just, just you a never heard ago. that name before? No, um, I had, because oh, well, I said I Powers, like... and then I said Gary, Gary Powers is Francis Gary Powers. Yeah. 1960. 
Well, I'm glad I got it on the money and then lost on a on the crow question. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Uh, that, that, now life. that's see that's life that's what that's, that's life, life. Yeah. yeah that's the break going up 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 and then all of a sudden bam yeah. something yeah. hits you some jerk comes in and gets and you with one question what's <laughs> odd is the first time the time was faster so fritz won on time usually the second player has yeah. the advantage in time but not this time nope. congratulations to <laughs> ucf for their big win over the weekend yeah. undefeated 38 nothing however Shaky a little shaky say. on their passing game was not spot on. Their Double running game was good. Is that right? Or uh, one fumble? What was it? Three interceptions. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So Mackenzie Milton was not having his best game. However, their running game, you know, uh, powered them and their defense just shut down South Carolina State. Jack now, says he's. Yeah. You're getting into photography. Yeah. You took up photography. Yeah. Well, what is, I mean. Okay, Wait what do you want to know? Go ahead, pose your question. You sign up for a course? No. I mean, did you get yourself a new camera? Yes. You did? Yeah. Well, my daughter a bought... A digital camera. Uh, yeah, my daughter bought a camera uh, a year or two ago, and then she was looking for money and wanted me to sell it. I was always interested, so I said, give it to me, I'll, I'll buy it from you. So now I have a Canon Rebel T5 digital camera. Cool. Nice. Oh, not bad. So I've gone to YouTube University. And what's neat is uh, it's a camera that, you know, it's not your higher-end digital. It's, it's a, you know, but it's a few hundred dollars. But it's one that's commonly used in, like, high school and, and school photography classes. So I've discovered many YouTube videos of teachers kind of demonstrating the camera that they probably use in their lesson plans that, you know, I get for free. I'm going to YouTube University, Jim. For the the basic knowledge of that operator, oh, good for you. Learn some tips, some tricks. Pretty soon, you'll develop your own film. I don't. I have a film camera that's just sit collecting dust. Can in you my buy camera. film anywhere? Yeah, but remember when you went to the pharmacy and you're like, yeah. oh, geez, I don't yeah. know if I'm Kodak or Fuji, and go to the photomat. Did they have photomats down here? Oh, who could forget the photomats? Oh, yeah. They're all over the place. Those, Big attraction so, around here. I think there might be... I think they're all closed well, down. Well, in my town, it was like this... It looked like a guard shack. It was this little building... Yeah, exactly. ...in the parking lot of the supermarket. Correct. So it, it was like the size of a guard shack. You drop your pictures off, but you buy film there. And... Oh, time flies. <laughs> also Life growing sure up now. Crazy. Yeah. Steve Perry, 70. You believe it? That's not right. I mean, it's just that, you mean. Arnell Pineda, he's a singer for Journey. Yeah, the voice of an angel that uh, Steve Perry. Really? Yeah, I thought so. You ever heard an angel? Mm Mm-hmm. You have? No. Can confirm Steve Perry is an angel. I understand the expression. (laughs) It's the Phillips File on Real Radio (laughs) 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. The policeman isn't there to create disorder. And the agony of defeat. The policeman is there to preserve disorder. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Don't forget Pickleball this Saturday in an effort to raise some money for Mustard Seed of Central Florida. More on that later. Time for Jack's audio file. I was just going to tell you today's audio file brought to you by Pickleball Palooza this Saturday. Jim, uh, for people to play, 
Uh, there are only four spots left. Oh. If you want to play pickleball with us, it's 20 bucks. You get a shirt. It's uh, Registration starts at 11 o'clock this Saturday at Clear One Sports Center. More details on our website where you can get those last four tickets at realradio.fm slash pickleball. But we will also tell you a little later, if you want to just uh, make a donation and come as a spectator, we will have an opportunity for that. Uh, more details on that yeah, coming soon. Good. So uh, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. And the shirts are really cool. Come this by year. and raise some money for mustard seed. And we're happy to do that. And and bring your money if you're playing because they'll have some really cool raffle prizes as well. Uh, however, that's this weekend in Florida. That's what we're doing here. This weekend, a little north of us, they're going to be dealing with some Ugh. bad weather. Oof. Main threat right now seems to be focused on the Carolinas, but and even places that may not even have a direct impact from Florence will certainly see some rough surf over the next uh, several days. And Wait a minute, is that a man or a woman? Don't you worry about it. Yes. That's meteorologist <laughs> Rob St. Pierre saying Hurricane Florence is getting close to the U.S. mainland. He said he <laughs> sounds a bit fem- <laughs> feminine. I don't know, let's listen to him again. This is meteorologist Rob Main Saint-Pierre. threat right now seems to be focused on the Carolinas, but and even places that may not even have a direct impact from Florence will certainly see some rough surf over the next uh, several days. Am now, I right? I know you people with deep mm. voices would like to criticize that. Uh, Damn people right. with voices such as myself do not cast stones. <laughs> Same. As soon as I brought that up, though, be, yeah, wait a minute now. What, who is the? Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. I don't care. Tell me if you like the the vocal stylings of Governor Henry McMaster. Oh yeah, he is the South Carolina governor, and mm. he's warning residents about this storm that is headed their way. If you have relatives who need to be alerted to where you might go or where you can go, tell them. Take care of your pets. Be sure to lock things up because you may not be coming. You may not be coming home for several days. Get the hell out of there. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know that's right. Mm-hmm. Get Sto- the John boat. Get the hell out of there. Pack it up. Get all them damn dogs and cats and whatever parakeets, whatever else you got there. Pack it up. Get the hell out. The the cone of silence is uh, looks like it has South Carolina, North Carolina in its path. They expect it to make landfall on Thursday. Ugh. Uh, one of the things in jeopardy is the UCF-UNC game uh, scheduled for this Saturday. I think they'll make a decision either tomorrow or the next day on whether that game will be played. Here's a little cool. more. Want to make a bet? Go on. Yeah. <sighs> I bet they postpone the game. Yeah, I'll bet. Yeah, they're going to postpone. I'll bet you a dollar they postpone. No deal. All right, so <laughs> here we go. Here is, uh, once again, South Carolina Governor McMaster uh, uh, talking about his state being prepared for uh, Hurricane Florence headed their way. When it gets here, it's estimated, it may be, this is an estimate, a Category 4 hurricane, mm-hmm. which is between 130 and 156 miles an hour. This is not, uh, this, it's, it what? sounds the wrong way. I like to watch these storms as long as they're not coming across central Florida. I mean, you know, whether it's a blizzard up north or yeah. nor'easter or hurricane or stuff. I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's an impressive fascinating, force. But at the same yeah. time, you're going, I'm feeling a little guilty. As long as they have a good personality, I don't mind it. Now, when they start causing trouble, I don't like it. <laughs> Thank you, Fritz. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so I think it's right. one of those. I'm glad. Uh, yeah, it's one of the, I'm, I'm glad it's not me. Oh, yeah. 
Easy. Yeah. What else? Uh, Jim, I don't know if you caught CBS Sunday morning yesterday. I did. It's, uh, you know, probably my favorite 90 minutes of television uh, each week. Uh, they had, they talked about the Tower of Voices that's unveiled in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. This is the uh, memoriam to the yeah. uh, Flight 93 uh, on September 11th. I skipped that. That was the flight that uh, crash landed in Shanksville, Pennsylvania when the passengers uh, charged the cockpit that on a plane that was hijacked and they believe headed for the U.S. Capitol. Is that the Let's Roll? Yes, that's the Let's Roll plane. Uh, Todd Beamer, I believe, is his name. Um, but yeah, they so they have a new memorial and it's it's actually really neat. I put I took the video from CBS Sunday Morning. It's posted on our website at realradio.fm. But it, it's a tower, but it's it's filled with chimes. And so, and it's a very windy part of Pennsylvania. They have wind farms all around them. Mm -hmm. So these chimes kind of hum. It's like they, they consider the voices. They'll have one chime for every person who, oh, wow. who perished on that flight. So uh, they actually had the uh, dedication ceremony yesterday because this is obviously uh, tomorrow is the 17th anniversary to the terrorist attacks of September 11th. Memorials. <laughs> Now that's those, not, are, hell's, man, those, those are some chimes. Yeah, those, those are the singers that were at the dedication oh ceremony. It's a museum, uh, and it, it actually it looks like a really beautiful place. Memorials are better than they used to be. You know, instead of a, you know some fast general sitting on a horse or something. Yeah, you know they got the Vietnam Memorial, of course, which mm -hmm. is breathtaking. Uh, then that new memorial to, to um, that accounts for. Uh, for lynchings in the United States. Yeah, Where is that, in oh, Mississippi or Alabama? Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw and that. And this one, yeah. a lot better. Yeah, but the chimes are really cool. It just gives it it's an eeriness that, you know, it's the, you know, that that place is filled with the souls of the people Ooh. on that plane. But uh, it's a really neat uh, uh, section on CBS Sunday Morning, and uh, I posted the video on our site at realradio.fm. I think you're allowed to take a metal detector anywhere near there. Uh, I'm, I don't know if it was public land, I think you would be able to. Well, the whole, I think the whole Cyan. park is, I don't think you can like, you can't take a metal detector to right. the Gettysburg battlefield. Can you? Right. Or can you? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to look it up right now though, because I, I don't think so. I going. think they frown on that. I think they kind of secured the whole area as part of the memorial. And I don't think you can just hop out there with a metal detector. I'm just asking. Okay, well, I'm answering. I, I don't think so. Before we get to sports, a little bit of politics. Jim, you mentioned it uh, earlier in the show. Uh, President Obama is back out. You know, we, uh, he had a, a speech recently criticizing uh, President Trump, yeah. and it's the first time he actually called him out since leaving office. But uh, he is getting involved in these midterm elections, and he said every American should. Where there's a vacuum in our democracy, when we are not participating, we're not paying attention, when we're not stepping up, other voices fill the void. But the good news is, in two months, we have a chance to restore some sanity in our politics. So there Be you careful. Go. This can backfire. Sure can, but it's motivated me to go to... Vote again? Get my Andrew Gillum sign for my yard. And, you know... 
Trump people, you know, you can all of a sudden they come out of the woodwork because mm. of their hatred for Barry. You know, I uh, actually I work with a guy who was saying, oh, the blue wave. And once that happens, then we'll have impeachment. And I just kept thinking to myself, oh, boy, if that isn't a call uh, to arms for the yep. Trump supporters to come out. I got that right. Yeah, I got to talk to that person I work with. Yeah, settle down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, uh, mean, I hope it happens. But yeah. Yeah, you're right. If yeah, <laughs> and we're not going to let that happen. Back a back back well, I don't know. I I see like DeSantis running for the governor of Florida. I, it's it's like a, a Trump Jr. <laughs> almost. He's a a Trump like character. He resigned actually. He had a, a what a, a in Congress, state Congress. Where where DeSantis serve? Congress. He, yeah, he was he resigned his position oh, there sure. to focus on running for the governorship. It's him versus Andrew Gillum. I don't want to be terribly sexist, but I will be at this point. He's got a beautiful wife. Think she's a uh, Miss America quality? Was she Miss America? Uh, was she a, a contestant? I don't know. I do not know if she Pretty. was. I do know that Nia Franklin was a contestant on Miss America because she is indeed the new Miss America. The first runner-up is Danny Dana. Suspense. Bridget That's right. Miss New York, Nia Franklin, was crowned the winner. Mm-hmm. And so that was a you clip watch. of... I did not. Forgot it was on until <laughs> I saw this this morning because there was actually... What was interesting is a portion of the untelevised... Uh, uh, interview section with Miss West Virginia. Oh, here is Lauren Carroll from the the press of the Atlantic City with this clip. It's Miss Miss West Virginia Madeline Collins criticizing President Trump during the untelevised part of the Miss America pageant. Ooh. Unfortunately, he has caused a lot of divide in our country, and until we can trust in him and the choices that he makes for our country, we cannot come united. Thank you. Yep, that's Miss West Virginia. She did not win. Miss New York did win. Couldn't tell she was uh, from West Virginia, could you? Hell no. Uh, <laughs> I think she's a faker. Um, Get out there and do a little foot stomping out there. Mm-hmm. Maybe some clogging. Tell you what. West Virginia, that's north of Kentucky, weren't right? No, yeah. Weren't what, no fiddling, I heard. So, what'd she do for her talent? Hog calling? Do they have the same accent? Do people from West Virginia have a similar accent to people from Kentucky? No. Yes. Uh, Depends. I was just curious, Jim. <laughs> Play action. Wilson lets it go. Bowden gets deep. Got it! Touchdown, Kentucky! 54 oh. yards to silence a crowd at the swamp. I watched. Speaking it of Kentucky. Like, it was tight. <laughs> this is... It's worse than depressing. It was just, are you kidding me? Yeah. Nobody, you don't lose to Kentucky at home. You don't, you just, you just don't. The last time they happened, Pinkman wasn't even born they yet. They looked awful. Know, right? I'm, you know, they looked terrible. Yeah. So they there's that, new- Gator Nation. Oh, please. But at least FSU fans can be happy with a win, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> FSU won, but they lost. They barely beat a high school team. 
Yeah, both uh, Florida Samson? and Florida State are out of the top 25 now. Yeah. Ugh, come on. Yeah. Bianchi's right, and I rarely agree with Bianchi, but, I mean, that Gator, whatever, you know, it's over with now for a while. Go Knights. Yeah, I got my visor right here. Yeah, the riser visor. Yeah, the, the riser is just a little bit too thick and a little bit too large, but I'll wear it. I wear it with pride. It's my hometown team. Charge on. Part of the Gator Nation, but, yeah. uh, you know, hey, got to find a winner someplace. Now you're supporting <laughs> the, the best college team in Florida. Yeah. Uh, Jim, that streak that uh, uh, Kentucky ended, oh. losing streak to Florida, God. it's not the only streak that ended this weekend. Yesterday. Roethlisberger from behind. The ball is popped up in the air. The Browns have it. That's Joe Schobert. Schobert down the sideline. Now, the Cleveland Browns did not <laughs> win a game last right. season. Um, and so they still haven't won a game. But they didn't lose a game because it ended in a tie. <laughs> oh. uh, and in regular season, even sometimes players forget this because they've admitted to that, you play one quarter of overtime. Right. And if it's still tied at the end of overtime, it ends in a tie. Is that new? No. Oh. If it was the playoffs, then they would continue to play. Oh, I didn't know that. However, it can. they give you 15 minutes of a, a, an extra quarter and it can end before then, but if you exhaust that 15 minutes, then it will end in a tie. So you can have a tie in NFL football. You most certainly can. I did not know that. It happened a couple years ago either. as well. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Glad I learned that. So that game between Pittsburgh and Cleveland ends in a tie. So Cleveland didn't win a game. However, the losing streak is over. All right? Now there's a big beer promotion where they're giving away free beer when Cleveland finally wins a game. Guess mm -hmm. what? No free beer yet Ugh. because they haven't won. They came close, a missed field goal away from winning, but then again, Pittsburgh was also a missed field goal away from winning. It was uh, complete rain, terrible weather, which kind of lent to the you know bad conditions of play. However, congrats, like football. congratulations to Cleveland for not losing. And that streak is now over. I like it when that ball slipper, you know what I mean? Comes squirting out just like a grease pig. Big weekend for sports. <laughs> U.S. Open came to a final, and we talked about Serena. Yeah. Here she is getting her along with the ref. Wow. Too long. Yeah, she was like, I now she says she tells the, the sideline judge, you will never be on a court of mine again. Do the players have any say? I, I was just so. about to say, I don't think so. Uh, this guy is known for handing out, uh, you know, penalties and yeah. violations and but to men as well. I thought she just went on to like, come on. I think so. And I, I think, you know, part of it is she was losing. If you were winning, I, I wonder whether, you know, the temper tantrum or the. You know, she's got a point in a certain way. Men and women are treated differently in professional tennis, at least from what I can gather. But at the same time, I mean, you yeah. know, you think you're not going to get some kind of penalty for yeah. busting up your racket? Save it for the post-game post uh, yeah, press Yeah, I thought you took yeah. some of the win away from this uh, this girl Naomi who beat Osaka, you. Osaka, I agree. And she's I, crying, right. and the crowd's booing, and it's like, what the hell? Here's more from Serena. I can't sit here and say I wouldn't 
say he's a thief because I thought he took a game from me. But I've seen other men call other umpires several things. And I'm here fighting for women's rights and for women's equality and for all kinds of stuff. And for me to say thief and for him to take a game, it made me feel like it was a sexist remark. I mean, like how he's never took a game from a man because they said thief. <laughs> for me, it blows my mind. Uh, there was yeah. another female on the court, and that was Naomi Osaka, 20-year-old yeah. uh, uh, a Japanese player and who grew up idolizing Serena Williams. Serena, 18 years her senior. So Serena was already the dominant tennis player when uh, Osaka was born, grew up idolizing Serena, was giddy over the fact that she reached the finals to be able to play her and then beat her. So the moment was a little bittersweet for Osaka when she finally defeats her idol in a major and then has the crowd boo. Here is Naomi Osaka uh, talking about Serena. I know that this, like, she really wants to have the 24th Grand Slam, right? Everyone knows this. It's on the commercials. It's everywhere. And, like... When I step onto the court, I feel like a different person, right? I'm not a Serena fan. I'm just a tennis player playing another tennis player. But then when I hugged her at the net, sorry. Anyways, when I hugged her at the net, I felt like a little kid again. So. There you uh, go. Yeah. So it's, well, uh, I thought her moment was clouded by all this. I mean, a great win, uh, defeating a, a great athlete, great champion, and. Uh, and the crowd, shame on them. Yeah. Now, speaking of Japan, Jim, do you know animals make different noises in Japanese? What? I ain't lying. And I, we have a tutorial video. It's posted at realradio.fm. I can't say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. A dog says. Wong, wong. Wong, wong. Wong, wong. A mouse says. Choo-choo. 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 Jim, Wong, Wong. so in, in, in Japanese, that. how they describe animal noises is different than the sounds that we use for them. And you can see that entertaining mm -hmm. tutorial to learn how Japanese animals sound at realradio.fm. You click on shows, the Phillips file, and the thing I did not even get to, the video of Jim Carrey and Bill Maher. Did you see that? I did not, but did you see Jim Carrey's new show? I did not see Getting... it. He was there promoting it on Bill Maher. But he talked about... Weird. He talked about how we are a generation growing up uh, with television. And uh, let's see. Ah, I wasn't ready for it. Um, so we're a generation on television. And it's just how uh, mean we are being. And so for people who are, you know, people how use television to parent their kids with all the exposure they have and with how toxic it has been as of late. Um, you know, it's, these are the lessons that we are passing down to our kids. Here's a little Jim Carrey on Bill Maher. We are babysat by the television. We're taught how to think by the television. That's the dangerous time. I think about what's going on right now. There's an, there are, there are generations growing up right now who are learning to lie. The lying is okay. That, yeah. That this uh, kids say know, fake news. That you're supposed to hate half the country. You right. know, and if 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 anything, if anything, we've got to get back to a place where we realize that a vote is not who you are. 
you know, and, and because you voted Republican, you're not stupid, you're not different, you're not worthless. You know, I could break bread with anybody who voted for Trump. We could find some common ground right. to love each other through. Just stop doing stupid yeah, yeah, we had to I mean, just, you know, he's a strange, strange bird. He's interesting, though. He's a strange he's bird. They did a big profile in the New York Times about him over the weekend. He gets lost in his own thoughts. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A Michigan woman claims she has her selfies to thank for helping her notice stroke symptoms before it was too late. Sounds like quite the stroke of luck. Next. Scientists think that bear spit could help kill deadly bacteria. That explains how Leo DiCaprio was able to stay alive in The Revenant. Finally, a woman has lost a few fingers after mistaking a stick of dynamite for a candle. Yet another story of a human being tricked by a looney tune. Obity 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 that's all folks. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Eye Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com and transmission. Orlando City travels to Chi-Town to battle Chicago Fire this Sunday. Coverage begins at 4.30 p.m. on Real Radio 104.1 and iHeartRadio. From... President uh, Trump's approval rating has fallen six points in the last month. Overall, just 36% approve of the way the president is handling his job, down from 42% in August. Oops. Blue wave. <laughs> anonymous. 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 It sounds like he was trying to say an- anomalous or something like that. Like just something. Maybe an anomalous. Really an anomalous. Anonymous. What was it in relation to? Was it anonymous? The or op-ed uh, writer. He was talking thing. about the op-ed yeah, writer. Yeah, it's anonymous. Yeah. What yeah. other term would you... Uh, nah. An anomalous. Really an anomalous. Um, that's, yeah, that's something... That's, that's anonymous. Something in the brain's not connecting there. <laughs> Sorry. Here's George on Real Radio. Hello, George. Hey, I called the morons of the Bone Radio. This guy, Mike Callum. Yeah, we're not talking about another radio station, all right? You want to talk about something else, that's fine. We just don't do that here, George. So if you want to talk about something else, uh, Cape Fear or the Academy Awards, that's fine. What do you want to do? About all these people, Steven Seagal, Jean-Claude Van Damme, and Chuck Norris, 
the reality, they not that good like you think so, because I, I, I'll explain you why. Okay. If, if this guy, if this guy, Steven Seagal, yeah. he goes to the UFC to fight for real, he's going to lose. Yeah, I would agree with you. Okay. Who's he going to lose to? There's no unbeatable. All right, who's going to win, uh, Steven Seagal or uh, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme? None of them are they good, man. None no, of them. no, it's a grudge match. Listen to me, George. <laughs> just listen to me. Just you know, it's just it's imagination, George. I put uh, uh, John Club. That's why will have to. That's why will have to happen in order to find out. You know. Well, who uh, do you, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, who do you think would win? I don't know. It will have to happen. That fight. Chuck in a, Norris in a, or Steven Seagal. Who do you think would win? I believe the UFC fighters are better. I have more respect. Oh, God, okay. oh, my. <laughs> That's as and close. The year can't come fast enough. That's as close as you've come to a true conversation where there no. is, you know, one come person on, listening to the other. Come on, George. Okay. Are you going to let me answer the question? Yeah, yeah. we'll answer the question then. We'll, we'll answer the okay. question. Okay. I, the answer is I don't know. <laughs> It's <laughs> an honest answer. That was honest. He answered the question. Are you going? Are you going to ask me again? Yes, I'm going to ask you again. So you don't and it's know. Gonna be the, it's going to be the same answer. I don't know. Why not? Because you know, you know why I don't know. Because that happened. That fight. It never happened. It has to happen in order to find out who's better. If it's Steven Seagal or I know Van Damme. So, uh, but I I'm saying, let's just say they're thinking about having a match. Who do you think might win? I don't have no idea, man. But I don't have no idea because because when it comes to martial arts, size doesn't matter. And skill doesn't matter. Well, who do you think is more skilled, Chuck Norris or Steven Seagal? I don't know, man. Well, know in, the their, in their prime, who do you think was better? I don't know in their prime. I can't answer, I can't answer that. I have All right, who was a better boxer in their prime? There are different weight uh, classifications. Well, was, I, I was know, Sugar Ray I Leonard. Know. All right, hold on a minute, George. Just listen to me, baby. Okay, just hold on. I know. Let the Thorazine kick in. In their in their prime, who was the better boxer? Was it Muhammad Ali or Sugar Ray Leonard or Sugar Ray Robinson? Just in their own, just as far as boxing skills, who do you think was better? Well, everybody knows the greatest is Muhammad Ali. He's the greatest of all time. The only, the he's the only three-time lineal champion in the history. The only three-time lineal champion. But when it comes to martial arts, I don't think Steven Seagal is that good as the UFC fighters. I have more respect for Royce Gracie. That's oh, yeah. a real fighter. Uh, you and I agree on that one. I mean, Chuck, geez, how could Royce Gracie? I mean, hmm. how could you even Shogun argue against Rua. that? I agree with you. Shogun. Mauricio Shogun Rua, Fedor, Fedor Emelianenko, yeah. you know, Cain Velasquez, the man who beat Brock Lesnar. He Dean took him hard. So, <clears throat> so who do you think I was a better Cain. professional wrestler? Uh, Ric Flair or Gorgeous I George? Mick, I don't know who's Ric Flair. <laughs> you don't know who Ric Flair was? And now we have a conversation. No. <laughs> Come on, man. No. But what planet are you from? But I don't think. But my point is, you don't. don't, you, don't you never heard of Ric Flair? No, I never heard about him. Oh God, please! You know, how have you never heard of Ric Flair? Yeah. So who, who so hasn't heard of Ric Flair? All the stuff this guy knows. So, so, so you upset because of that? 
Yeah, I'm very know. upset, George. Yeah, I'm upset at your lack well, so you of, of. I'm upset at your lack of information. And if you don't know who Ric Flair is, I question whether you know anything. Yeah, so so I'm stupid. Yeah, well, I got that right. One triple eight nine. No, he's not. You're not stupid. You're just kind of out off the rails. We never claimed you were stupid, there, George. You're just kind of, you know, you're operating in a different plane than the rest of us, which is okay in itself. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Your next chance to win your way to our iHeartRadio Music Festival in Vegas is just minutes away on Real Radio one hundred four point one. It's time once again for the Phillips File Monday Movie Review. With Wanzi and Doug. Michael and Douglas are here for Monday Movie Review. Douglas, we haven't seen you in a few weeks. No, Jim. I've been traveling and then uh, Labor Day. Yeah. So, yeah. You were overseas for a while? Where I was. Where were you? I went to beautiful London and then to Berlin. And how was Berlin? First time in Berlin? No, it was my second time, but I went with a friend who lived there mm. uh, a year before the wall came down for a couple of years. So he was... Nice to see it through his eyes. And How was it? I got to kind of take them around a little bit. Some people love it's Berlin. It's beautiful. It's yeah. It's uh, it? it's stunning. Yeah, it's really a nice city, and the people are nice. And there's just <clears throat> I like a city where there's lots of foreign people coming and living, right. and 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 it's just yeah, food's great. It's, it's beautiful. Transportation's easy. It's cheap as can be. Berlin. Uh, oh my gosh, yeah. No yeah, kidding. it's crazy cheap. Say the <laughs> place to go now is Argentina. Yeah, there, yeah, because the value of the whatever it is is so low now. You can live like a king. Huh. So anyway, do cool. they have any beef in Argentina? Yeah. I would imagine so. Here and there. Yes. Not that you'd be interested in this, but there's a five-star gay hotel in Buenos Aires. Well, it's I mean, the, if it's, it's the only one nice in the world, place, I mean, I could still check in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure hetero-friendly. You know, sure welcome. You know. yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and if it's five star, you know, it's probably not saucy. Doesn't bother me. Right. You know, yeah. thanks for the compliment, but <laughs> mm-hmm. what are you going to do? There you go. What are you and sometimes do? you the just have to get compliments where you, can, where you can get them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Grab yeah. your speedo and head out. Mm-hmm. You know, did you ever see the movie Soap Dish with? Yes, of course. And remember how when she gets down her. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg playing her assistant takes her to Paramus to the mall so people will recognize her uh, and, and, and it'll build her up. I think that's why you come to the Parliament House occasionally. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, like, sometimes you have to go out and, mm-hmm. and get where you know compliments where will be. Where you know that yes. men are not going to be shy. I use that expression all the time on Facebook. When somebody puts something where they're clearly just looking yeah. to be, I go, oh, you going to the Paramus Mall today? Yeah. I said, you know, I said, you know, if you know, in a second life and you know, rebirth, whatever it is, I'm yep. coming. I'm telling you, yeah, that's you. it. I'm li- I'm living at large. You think you you've got another go around coming? You think you're not done, or I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think we'll, you're a pretty old we'll, soul. We'll find out, you know. But why not? I think you've done enough good deeds in this yeah. life to get. Yeah, you- I think you get to become a flower now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Aww, yeah. Yeah. that's sweet. I think I'd be a pretty good gay man. I just, you know, but I think you're a good one now. Well, yeah, just except for the sex part. God, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, there seems to be a, a certain vitality to it's just there. Yeah. I just I thought about that in London. People are just uh, singing along to every song, and mm-hmm. it's just yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Well, next lifetime. Well, did you get to the movies? I. Hope. We did. I think What'd we saw say? the same we one. We did. We saw the same oh movie. Oh, my God. I yeah. wrote and suggested one to Michael, and he got the chance to see it. What did you say? It's like, we saw The Wife, Jim. 
the wife. No, it's not one of the blockbusters. It was making movie, but I just, but I just couldn't. Yeah, see. Who stars it, in this? It's, uh, it's all Close. movie pass would allow. It does. No, it's not. You can't. Glenn Close. Glenn Close. Glenn Close who has uh, yeah. been nominated, I believe, for six Academy Awards and Never. might get one this I th- time. I believe you are correct, Douglas. Yes. The wife. What um, is this about? Unless Lady Gaga read about this? comes through. Well, basically, it's a ripoff of Big Eyes, but go ahead, Doug. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, well, we're not supposed. To, I don't think we should yeah. even say that. Yeah. They, they they don't bring that out until. A oh, while. I Big Eyes was the I movie the about the uh, painter. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. This is about a man who wins a Pulitzer Prize, and it's about his wife and, and how she has supported him. And, and yes, throughout the years, and um, and uh, she, yeah, she, there's some meaty stuff for Glenn Close in it, and Jonathan Price plays the the, the husband. Yeah. Okay. Both of them brilliant. Yeah, he was great too. Yeah. But um, I'm, I'll say it right here now. She's going to get the Academy Award for this role. Yeah? Yes. They certainly want her to with the zoom in close-ups of her face oh, like well, I, 14 well, times. She goes through some mental stuff. But and, were they not they impeccable? Just, every no, time. Oh, yeah. you mean, what's the nature yeah. of this film? I, um, we, we, yeah, I think you get it from the trailer. I did. Then you I go did, ahead, Michael. I didn't know Is this a story about I a relationship? I didn't know anything about it. And, and I just watched the trailer. Uh, and and I thought, oh well, that's what it is. It's it's basically the 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 woman is ghostwriting for the husband, and oh, he gets all the credit. And I now see. he's getting a Pulitzer because yeah. they started in the late fifties when women couldn't right, when right, nobody right. Yeah. get published, and she was much better than he was. And, I mean, there's a lot more about that. There's this great family dynamic and this relationship with his son, and uh, they you know, hate family, one another. Just, it, not it, another movie where the family, did, you know, the, they just can't stand one another. No, 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 okay. not at all. Yeah, they, Christian Slater's in it and good and very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah I really he doesn't age. Enjoyed it. He, it's a good. It's a good movie. The wife. It's very the good. wife. Yes, it's extremely good. Actually, the I'm I would. I, the only reason I would hold back a a, a, a star or a portion Big of a star triangle, yeah. is just because it's very predictable. That's all. But yeah, yeah. I think uh, I, uh, the book was famous. They they made implied in something I read, but yeah. I've never heard of it. But uh, some Swedish director too, wasn't it, or Canadian, or I don't know. Half the product, half the producers are are um, are Swedish, and and, and, um, yet they and, filmed in Glasgow. and they filmed in Glasgow. I'm liking a certain energy today. Do you know. notice that, Jack? It's not just everybody's because Mo's oh. not here. I'm... Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not sure well, what the problem's not here. The the cylinders yeah, don't uh-huh. fire correctly. Oh, so sorry, and you were we're trying. I mean, it's like us to fault. come in and liven it up. Well, no, it's not your fault. We've been just, off no. for a, I've been off for a while, and I'll, I'll do better next week. What about when the <laughs> good when the kids come into the hotel room singing Sante Maria or whatever they were doing? The hell was that? I was like, I would have been get out of my room. Exactly. What what happened? Well, I guess when you win the Nobel, you go over there, and then they have these handlers days that take you everywhere and what do is he everything. A Pulitzer or a, a Nobel? The Nobel, a Nobel Prize for, for literature. literature. Oh, okay. I thought it was a Pulitzer. No. And then, oh, Nobel. Yes. Now we're yeah. talking. Yeah. yeah. Which is why the woman's like, I won this, but she can't say it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, she did the research. Or actually, wrote. No, the... she writes everything. They're they're novels. They're they're fiction, supposedly. Yeah. And he's 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 winning this award for his breadth of work that that is voluminous. 
and every book better than the next. Oh, and, my. And how intriguing the characters are and how it touches people universally. She has to sit there and listen to all these accolades being heaped on him. Yeah. And, um, he, and he, was, keeps he was saying, her young professor when she was yeah, a gotcha. student. In right. They yeah. fall in love, yeah. Yeah. And so. this is based on the true story? No. That I don't no, think so. It, because this sounds very similar to Big Eyes. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. Right. Yeah. You, yeah. you weren't on. Well, yeah. he, was, he had to adjust yeah. it. Oh, yeah. It was the I mixed said, minus. It's a ripoff of Big Eyes. Yeah. But to me, it sounds like a ripoff. Yeah. Big Eyes. Yeah, it's good. I think though. it's a ripoff of Big Eyes. Yeah, big, but maybe the big eyes was big eyes. Big eyes. I didn't think Big Eyes was that good. I, I oh, never saw the, it. You know what? I, the movie I saw over the weekend, Godfather. No, <laughs> Tag. Uh -oh. That movie Tag. Yes. How did, did you, you like it? No, I didn't like it Why at all. Why do you see yeah. these things? Really? really? No, it was on pay-per-view or whatever. It was on pay-per-view, and I thought it was like every scene. It's a pretty good movie. It's in general. I thought it was. I thought it was. You paid for it. I thought it was pretty stupid. Yeah. No, I think it was part. Yeah, I guess I paid for it. Mm -hmm. I paid for it because Mo and oh yeah, it was good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. I said okay. Let me. You believed her. Yeah, it was, well, I she's the one who didn't think that Melissa McCartney movie was funny, and the whole world thinks it is. Yeah, it wasn't stinko, but it wasn't good enough for me to finish it. You didn't wow. finish it? Oh. No. I got sucked into the Great British Baking Show this weekend and couldn't get out of it. You watching God, it over and over again. Have you seen any of them? No. no oh, I just finished I The Handmaid's Tale. Good. I'm into this Jack Ryan thing on Amazon that's pretty good. What about A Very British Scandal? English Scandal? No, I haven't oh, seen that. Jim, I think, you, you know, um, I, there's still a few dates left. You need to check uh, in the calendar section of the Sentinel or in your Wonsagram. But um, still a few dates left for that one man, Jack Kerouac, on the road show. That was that a big hit at Fringe this year, and now he's doing it again. Oh, really? At um, Bamboo Room for the Arts or whatever it is, the Blue Bamboo. I don't. I don't we are yeah. just yeah. Zoom. But every time, every time they did a whole big piece on yeah. it on, on NPR, and um, they were interviewing the people doing it. Laurel Clark directed it, and um, uh, and every time it plays, I think of you, and I think you should go see that. Yeah. Last time I read Jack Kerouac aloud, I was interrupted by somebody in the audience. I wasn't too thrilled. Oh. Who was it? Who, who yeah, interrupted who me? Yeah. No, just somebody had. Was it at those readings? We, we used, yeah, we had to, yeah. those readings yeah. downtown, and oh, somebody spoken just like piped up. It's like, shut the hell up. Oh, Come oh. on. <laughs> Your life has not been easy, Jim. You should retire. I'm thinking about it. I'm really thinking. <laughs> every thinking time about that's, it. every time that Spanish man calls, you you make reference to it. <laughs> it's like finally I will get a, away from this. Uh, Monday movie review with Wanzi and Doug will continue. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. This whole show needs a B12 shot. Back to Monday movie review with Wanzi and Doug. They saw the movie. Both saw the movie. The Wife with Glenn Close. How many pink triangles, by the way? Four. I'm give it four. Four. You got it. It's like, go see this movie. Yeah. 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 It's really good. Yeah. You know, five is a classic. <laughs> yes. I do. I would have given it four and a half if it wasn't for its Pred predictability. Yeah. Well, sometimes you. But uh, Glenn Close gets five pink triangles for her performance. And uh, I let the record show. We predict. Do you predict? She'll certainly be nominated. I don't know about that. She'll winning. be nominated. I think she'll win. It's her year. I don't know. She's about done that too much good work in the past. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You have enough. What else is happening? You're starting to memorize your lines. 
I'm just you're now. You're showing me the play. I don't see how you do it. I don't see how you guys do it. I don't understand it. Yeah, Michael, it. just flip through that. Is oh, it, are yes. they yellowed out? Oh, yeah. 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 How am I going yeah. to make it in Hollywood after I leave here? I mean, you got to memorize stuff like that? Of course. You yeah, don't. My, my roles won't be quite as involved. You have to memorize the lines you're doing that day when you film. Yeah. Yeah. People don't memorize whole scripts for movies a lot of times. Well, what if I'm so magnificent in a movie that somebody says, hey, then back you to gotta, New York. Then you got to do the tough work, and that's being live on stage, Jim. Uh, where anything can happen. And does. Anyway, so you're... I'm playing Oscar Wilde in Gross Indecency, The Three tri Trials of Oscar Wilde, opening this month, scarily what? enough. Yeah, I'll tell the audience about Oscar Wilde, because there might be a lot of, I don't want to say a lot, but some people, they, say they don't know Oscar Wilde from well, their I, elbow. I don't think there's anyone alive who knows anything about theater who doesn't know the show The Importance of Being Earnest, which is probably one of the more famous plays that mm -hmm. he's written, The Ideal Husband, several others. He's written um, volume, books of poems and prose and whatnot, and... He was just a bon vivant, a larger-than-life character right. uh, who was the creme de la creme of British society when he had plays uh, running on the West End. And it was pretty well accepted in hushed tones that he was sleeping with men, even though he was married to a woman and had two children. But as was the case at that time in the 1890s, no one talked about it. Right. Like with Liberace in uh, mid-century yeah, yeah. America, as long as you didn't talk about it, it was okay. And then, then finally... Liberace was gay? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and finally he gets, uh, through a series of things, he gets charged with the gross indecency yeah. law, mm -hmm. uh, which is committing sexual acts with another man. And um, he has three trials before he's committed for it, char uh, you know, found guilty of it. But from that moment on, it turns the world on its ear. Up until then, Jim, this is really true. Up until then, it, no one talked about it so much so that the word homosexual had not even made its way into the lexicon of the English no language. And it was that. only after his conviction that anyone began to self-identify as being gay or have someone call them right. gay with another. They didn't have the word. So for a while, if you were thought to be gay, they would call you a wilder. Oh, no kidding. After Oscar Wilde, yes. Oh. Yeah. And um, on, the, on the evening of the, of the trial, uh, the evening of the verdict, on a day when only about 60 people would take the train to, um, uh, to uh, Dover to go to Calais, mm. uh, to take a boat to Calais, um, 600 men boarded the trains to get out of the country because if, the, if he was found guilty, then they knew it right. was going to set a oh. precedent. And that law, the gross indecency law, stayed on the books until 1967. Are you ready for this play? Oh, no, God, no. I just started memorizing it two days ago right, because I've not been it. able to read because my vision has been screwed up from my vertigo, but I'm being fixed up and okay. we're, All right. we're doing it. Do you I'm read it uh, to yourself in a British accent, Michael? Yes. You do? Mm -hmm. Yes, I do. I was just curious. Yeah, I was just wondering why you were asking that. I, I just was curious. Yeah. yeah if, if you. Uh, the Germans are here. The Germans are here, <laughs> here, here. And you're all here. Good luck then. <laughs> Olive juice. Here yeah. he comes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, I, yeah. I wish it, it's a hard sell to do a drama at the yeah. uh, Footlight Theater at the Parliament House. So I hope people will come out and support it. See me as Oscar. Yeah, okay. It's a great cast. It opens September 29th, and tickets are available on eventbrite.com.
com. Just uh, put in gross indecency. It'll pop up. Well, welcome back, Douglas. I'm glad you had a good time. You always seem Thank to you, uh, when you uh, when you get out of Florida. I do. I, I, I like to get Florida, out of here. I do. You like yeah. to travel. I like to hear about your travels. I you do. got some trivia. I do for have us? some trivia. All right, guys. You let's know, see if we um, can do this. I'm All only right, every stop. other Wednesday now at Hamburger Mary's, but it's this coming Wednesday. Okay. So this is oh. uh, come call and make your reservation. We all have right. all kinds of drink specials and drink trivia. A man named Sebastian was actually the 18th century brewmaster who founded what Belgian brand of beer? Jim, that's uh, Amstel. It's not. Fritz is... is it, uh, Fritz? Stella? Bex. What? Bex. No. Oh, damn. I thought I heard Brinkman. it. He said Stella. Fritz, Fritz said Stella. Stella. Stella is correct. Yes, oh, thank right. you. There you Sorry. Go. Sorry. Uh, chime in louder. If uh, in the kitchen, if this spicy powder's spelling ends with an E, it's likely pure. If it ends with an I, it's likely a blend. What cooking powder are we talking Pink about? Pinkman. Chili. Chili is correct. Oh, very good. What oh, is the difference yeah. between broth and stock? Wanzi. Wanzi. Uh, broth is only from the uh, uh, the the meat or whatever it's extracted stock from. Is broth. Bones. Stock is stock is the bones. Stock is the bones. Yeah, right. That's correct. Uh, on what? Which of the Real Housewives will you find Lisa Vanderpump? That's uh, the Real Housewives of uh, Los Angeles. Uh, no, close though. Fritz, Atlanta. No, Beverly Hills is correct. What reality TV series provides expert advice from John Taffer? Pinkman. Pinkman. Bar Rescue. Bar Rescue. I like that show for some reason. It's a good show. He comes in and saves bars. Oh, bro, you got to watch it. Tells you what you're doing wrong. Which city is home to to NATO and the de facto capital of the European Union? Jim. Paris. No. Bonn. No. Brussels. Brussels is correct. Good job. Uh, okay, all of these answers are single words that will have a double C in them. Oh, are you ready? Oh, yeah. This game is played with two balls, one of which is called a jack. Bocce. Bocce is correct. The, this word with a double C means excessively sweet or sentimental. Jim, saccharin. Saccharin is correct. Wow. Nice. This word with double Cs means of a person or their behavior unconventional and slightly strange eccentric eccentric is correct this word with a double c means soft and hanging loosely or limply Fritz, flaccid. Flaccid. just discussing it with his doctor <laughs> this morning. Now. anything else uh, we need to be brought up uh, to speed on uh, tomorrow, tomorrow michael and i do trivia and games every tuesday night i'm bartending Slinging some heavy drinks, and Michael's doing uh, trivia at and the games House? And yes. at the beautiful Parliament House. Drink specials, three dollars, three dollars for a drink. You can spend fifteen dollars and go home drunk, Jim. Exactly, with the nice tip. Yeah, 20. with me entertaining spend 20. you and... with Michael there. Yeah, yes, exactly. Have nearly the crowd. Work we should on your British a, accent on a huh? Tuesday. You can work on your British accent. Uh, my British accent is semi-flawless. I don't really have. To is it? <laughs> smashing. You've had three smashing, <laughs> don't you think? Douglas, you're no, beginning all to I question is proper. <laughs> no, no, I'm not no, questioning. No. We could all improve, is all I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. I said semi. We have a lot of people that could um, help. That's what Daryl Payne tells me all the time. You, know, you can make some improvements in your in your British accent. <laughs> no, all I do is an affected. <laughs> I'm trying my best, so we all are. And we do have a, 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 a Jenny Light is helping oh, with. Oh, she is? Some, yeah. Jenny Light, a, Jenny Kump. No, Jenny I Light. Hope. Jenny Light. Oh, yeah. Catch Light. Light. What's going on? Oh, yep. She just turned ninety. Wow. Yep. Well, I have no her. idea what's happening. She, she is the I first. I have done. I don't have a clue. She is an Orlando 
born, she is an Orlando actress who is the very first American to ever graduate from the British uh, Shakespearean Academy of uh, Dramatic Arts. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you for Monday Movie Review. Thank you. Oh, thanks. This has been the Phillips File Monday Movie Review with Wanzee and Doug. Gotta check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. New research has made the discovery that young blood may be the key to long-lasting health. In other, unrelated news, rich people have been staying out of the sun and wearing capes. Next, a chihuahua won in a fight against a mountain lion. Boy I bet all the other mountain lions are not going to let this one live it down. Finally, a man has been fined $124 after being accused of kicking a seagull that tried to eat his cheeseburger. That's a small price to pay for justice served I'd say. Headlines were brought to you by WeAreNotTheBanks.com And transmission. That's right. When you are ready to make that purchase of your next home, WeAreNotTheBanks.com can help. They are a direct lender. Mortgages made easy. They're not the banks. They are better than the banks. This is what they do. Brad and his team focus on securing mortgages for people looking to buy their home. They take you through every step of the process. They even have a certified home buyer program where you will eliminate the doubt you will compete against cash offers, and it actually gives you the advantage in a multiple offer situation. We are not the banks.com. If you're military, they specialize in VA loans. If you are uh, self-employed, they have a special loan program for people who are self-employed to help get you that loan, whether it's a new home or a refi. Give Brad Siebert and his team a call. Get all their information on their website. It's we are not the banks.com. Want to play a game? Call now for Closest to the Pin, 407-916-1041. From... And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is Closest to the Pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! There we go again. Time for that regular round of Closest to the Ben Peters on the line. He'll play against me. I'll head to the soundproof booth. Mr. Pinkman, what is the prize? Oh, boy. Check this oh, out. Oh, boy. It's a pair of passes to Wasi's Captain Phil's Culinary World Tour cooking class on September 22nd. In that class, you will sample some yet delicious foods from around the world. Captain Phil, Riverway Mike, and the tributaries will see to it that you are treated you also get a surprise treat from their team mixologist, Johnny Bacon, who I hear is a lovely mixologist. So that's Wassie's Meat Market in Melbourne. Go check it out. Thank you very much, Mr. Pinkman. Let's get Peter on board. Hello, Peter. Ready to play the game? Yes, sir. I have a category submitted by Doug from Wansey and Doug, the movie review. Uh, I guess he did some homework on his recent trip to New York, and it's all about Broadway. How do you feel about that? feel great. Really? Excellent. No. Well, I like the fact that you lied about it. So, a little enthusiasm, a little focus. I think you're going to do just fine. You're competing against Jim. You guys are on equal footing here. I have five questions about Broadway. Are you ready to go, Peter? Let's do it. Pinkman. Yes. 
How about Fritz? Are you there, Fritz? You know I am, my man. Fritz, are you able to record these answers for Peter? You know I can, my man. Why don't you do that? Okay. Okay, here we go in three, two, one. Phantom of the Opera is the longest-running show on Broadway. How many performances have there been? 84. What is the minimum per week salary an actor's equity member dancer receives for performing in a Broadway show? 24000 When it opened, the show Oklahoma changed the face of Broadway. What year did the show open? 1974. For the 2017-2018 Broadway season, which ended in May, how many total seats in the millions were sold for all Broadway shows? Six million. How many theaters in New York are considered Broadway theaters? 125. Time. All right, going to put you on hold, bring Jim in for the ass-kicking, and I got Peter's time listed here. Do we have a backup player? Uh, Yeah, that's Troy. He's a nice guy. So Troy is rooting for Jim to be victorious today. Here we go in the category submitted by Doug. Hello, Jim. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. Uh, Doug Bowser, who uh, was just in for Monday Movie Review, had a category that he made based on his recent trip, and it's all about Broadway. I know one of your favorite topics. The Great White Way. Right in your wheelhouse. Yes. Are they allowed to call it that anymore? Anyway. The Great White Way. Yes, I think it's still. (laughs) It's for the lights, right? I guess. I don't know. I always thought it was, yeah, for the, the marquee lights. I haven't been up that way in a long time. Anyway, let's uh, let's just move on with the category. Okay. All about Broadway. Thanks mm-hmm. to Doug. Are you ready? Yeah. Here Broadway. we go. In three, in two, and one. Phantom of the Opera is the longest running show on Broadway. How many performances have there been? Uh, there have been 8,000. What is the minimum per week salary an actor's equity member dancer receives for performing in a Broadway show? Uh, $500. When it opened, the show Oklahoma changed the face of Broadway. Mm -hmm. What year did the show open? Oh, that was 1950. For the 2017-2018 Broadway season, which ended in May, how many total seats in the millions were sold for Broadway shows? Uh, In the millions, that's uh, two and a half million. How many theaters in New York are considered Broadway theaters? Fifteen. Wow, nice. <laughs> well, Jim, I have your time. That's I have Peter's really in my time. wheelhouse. Well, I'm adding five seconds of your time, wheelhouse or not. That's your handicap. I'm heading back when they bring back seven brides for seven brothers. Uh, with Russ Tamblin? The well, great. The great Russ Tamblin mm-hmm. and Howard Keel. It doesn't get any better than that. It certainly doesn't. You're playing against Peter, Jim. Uh, in Broadway, he oh, big Broadway fan Peter is. So you ready to grade this? Yeah, sure. All right, Fritzy wrote down the answers. Yeah, and we started with Phantom of the Opera, longest running show on Broadway. So longest running show. How many total performances have there been? Peter said eighty-four. Eighty-four. Well, he might be closer. Well, he might be. Jim said eight thousand. Twelve thousand seven hundred thirty-four. Jim, you get the point. It's one nothing. The minimum <laughs> per week yeah. salary per week actors equity member dancer gets for performing in a Broadway show. So mm. how much do they get per week if they're an actors equity member for dancing in a Broadway show? Their weekly salary. Peter said twenty four thousand. Oh boy, maybe he thought it was per, per week. Year. He, I'm sure he thought it was per year. Jim said five hundred dollars. 
$1,861. Jim is closer. Jim leads 2-0. Well, it's New York. It is New York. And that amount right there will get you a very small apartment. When it opened, the show Oklahoma changed the face of Broadway. They featured that again on CBS Sunday Morning. Saw it the first time it was on. Mo Rocket did the interview. I'm not crazy about Mo Rocket. I know you are. He was on this show, by the way. You interviewed him, Jim. It was a pretty good interview. Yeah. I take that back. What year? <laughs> he was. He was, what as a matter year? of fact, he was an excellent. He was he one was. of those guys you interviewed who I think wanted to say, hey, you know, we could do another half hour of this. Oh, I got to move on. He was yeah, interesting. He was good. He was interesting. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Oklahoma, what year did that open on Broadway? Oh. Peter said. 1974. Oh, let's oh, see okay. if he can bring it in Come here. On. Jim said. 1950. 1943. Jim is up 3 nothing, but it's not over yet. Because if Peter ties the game, oh, you're not going to tie the game. Oh, you're not going to like never it. Know. Here we go. This entire season, the last Broadway season started uh, last year, ended it May 27th, oh. 2018. Damn. How many total seats sold for Broadway shows? Mm-hmm. Peter millions. said 6 million. Jim, 2.5 million. 13.7 million. Peter's on the board. He only trails for, by two. If he gets this on the money, Jim, we go to time. That's the question. Boy, will you be pissed. How many theaters in New York are considered Broadway theaters? <laughs> yeah. Peter said. 125. What? Jim. 15. I have no idea. The answer? 41. Jim wins the game. Oh, I'm sorry, Peter. Oh, my God. I'm the champion. I am the greatest. <laughs> I will whoop I can't lose. Remember, close <laughs> only counts in oh. horseshoes. Poor Peter. Hand grenades. And closest to the That's pin. a tough one. Pin. I win. Pin. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? I don't know why I don't go. To Broadway? Uh, just back Broadway. To, back to Broadway. New York. Everybody <laughs> has, uh, has a wonderful time. Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely Meaning right. I wouldn't. I'll I'd be- find something. I'm going next month for a day. You're going to Canada? I am, but I'm I'm flying into LaGuardia and then driving the rest of the way. <laughs> You're Five driving hours. to Canada? Yes. In what From month? New York. Yeah. What month? Uh, October. Oh, Early oh, October. No, I don't know about I that. You know. got some, some icy roads getting up oh, that way. Yeah. No. Up near the Finger Lakes. And I, I think I'll get into Ithaca and Troy. Oh, boy. I'm going to see some nice uh, autumnal weather. Yeah, you will. And I'll bring my camera. Oh, good opportunity for me, right? You're going to Canada? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're spending time in Canada? Uh, a few days. Whereabouts in Canada? I'll let... Montreal. Oh, That's a nice French city. Part. Yeah. <laughs> Not crazy about that. Did you practice your French yet? No, I got an Airbnb for seven people. Yeah, better work on your French. I'm going alone. <laughs> You're going alone, better get <laughs> God. You've had good luck with Airbnb. I've known other yeah. people. Mo, uh-huh. one of them, has had a terrible time with it. Yeah. Remember, she checked in the play, had no running water, no electricity. Well, bad, I, I bad hope bugs. to keep my streak alive. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I actually fly to New York meeting my sister because here for two reasons. One is she was going to drive up with her kids, so I'm bringing my one daughter. We'll drive up together, and I'll, you know, Provide company for her and be able to drive with her. How long does that take? Uh, it's about six hours. Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah, yeah, New York City to Montreal. And then can also, my airline miles 
I can fly into New York. I cannot fly into Canada with the miles I, I have. have. Some of that, uh, some of those French fries with the gravy and poutine, the cheese. Poutine. That is on. That's oh, on the pe- menu. Yeah. Poutine. But yeah. ask somebody where's the best. Yeah. No, because people don't just are get French. it at the airport or someplace. To, you know. You know. You gotta. I don't want to talk to French people. They're not French people. <laughs> they're going to be pretending that they're they French, only speak French. French. They're not pretending. That's all. See? They don't like you to speak English. They're French Americans. Well, listen. And by the way, <laughs> have some kind of Google Maps or something because there are no roadsides in English. They're all in French. Yeah. Lay Google. Oh, damn it. Maybe I shouldn't go. Is it too late to cancel? With, with modern day navigation on the phone and Uber. I'm just saying. I'm going to Uber. I'm, uh, I'm Ubering around. I mean, we're driving there, but then I'll Uber. That's fine. Have a good time. Don't I, worry about us. I will. <laughs> yeah, we're just trying to help you mm-hmm. with your French excursion. Going to yeah. Canada for the Don't first time. Don't <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> wasn't planning on it. Just trying to fit in my suit. Yeah, or a lumberjack <laughs> coat or any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, or a striped sweater. As you're quietly throwing away your uh, beret. beret. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> away, like, out, outside of his eyesight. Guess I don't need this. <laughs> oh. 15 bucks down the drain. Sign here. Nice people. <laughs> That's my French accent. French Let's see JFK. what happened. You think I'm going to pay me do over the week. You walked around the Florida mall. Yeah. Well, you must have been short on cash. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I didn't buy anything. Watch football, you said, all day Sunday. Oh, oh yeah, I watched I enough did. on Saturday, collegiate football. All the Gators, they just forget it. But congratulations to uh, the UCF Knights. Good game. Thank well, you. They won. little things here and there that maybe they want to work on, but... It was still a second win, so good for them. Your yeah. daughter cut the lawn, according <gasps> to Jack. After you asked her to, or oh, she yeah. just did it oh, on her own? No, I totally had to pay her. But here's the deal. <laughs> Kids are getting your money regardless. Something's going to happen where, you know, they're getting money. So I'm trying to, you know, find more things that they can do that actually make my life easier. Did you have chores when you were a kid? Do you have an allowance? I did not have an allowance. I did have chores. It was just daily expected. chores. Like every day when you get home from school, you got to vacuum the the living room. It wasn't that bad. I was in charge of cutting the lawn. Um, you know, I was yeah, I the, the only lawn. male figure for a, a good portion of time at my house. So it just kind of fell on me. Didn't have to do anything. No, I had he, to do things. I like lightweight. Did Total lightweight. I was a dishes guy. That's it. And other things. The most therapeutic job you could have working around the house? Dishes? You didn't have to cut the lawn? No. They didn't trust me. They didn't want you around machinery? Yeah, you know, you've seen me. I'm the type to cut my toe off on accident. (laughs) On purpose, so he can get out of it. (laughs) You have to do anything? Yeah, um, I had to help with uh, yard work because, you know, it's uh, it's me and two other older brothers and also uh, recycling. And I took pride in my job, Jim. (laughs) Every Sunday night. Oh, my God. You should have seen it. Sunday night is when you Shovel the snow, rake the leaves. Yeah. But at that time, you you would rake leaves and burn them. You could actually burn them right along the the side of the road. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I, polluting I, the entire neighborhood with smoke. It was wonderful. Yeah, for I, Obama. shoveling the snow fell to me as well. Well, so yeah, yeah. Well, it doesn't snow in Florida, so the dishes. Would you wash them or you have to dry them? Oh, the whole shebang. The whole. Did you shebang. ever have to do your own laundry? Yes. Do you have to make your own bed? 
Oh, yeah. Okay. Every day? Once a week? Did you have to clean your room yeah. once a week? Maybe, For us, yeah, was... maybe I let it slip every once in a while. Saturdays was the cleaning day. In my have to change the sheets? Or did your mom change the sheets? I mom. learned how fitted sheets worked at an early age. By watching your mom put them on? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Just asking. You had an allowance? Uh, no, I don't think I did. Fritz? Allowance? No, never. God. <laughs> what are we, what are <laughs> what we just rolling in the <laughs> Just throwing away money? Ah, hell no. I mean, did you have to go to your parents and say, hey, can I, can you well, spot me a couple of bucks? I, I mean, what, what would you do? Yeah, to buy, like, you know, the newest Soul Asylum album, you know, I'd be like, hey, could I have 15 <laughs> bucks? Not for nothing, I'd say, you know. I need to whine and cry about it and... Mean. No, that just came naturally. <laughs> just <laughs> the waterworks. Not, not just, only did I my one the album. It's got runaway train on it. Not only did I not get an allowance, my mom said she didn't want like people I because someone gave me money and she's like, You shouldn't allow people just to give you money, right? It, it, yeah, it, my know, parents said that too. Not a good precedent. So when I had a I've friend never been against that. when I had a friend who wanted me to help him uh, uh do his paper route and he wanted to pay me, I talked him down for how much money because I, and I went home, it's like, yeah, he was going to give me this, but I told him to only give me this because you told me I shouldn't be taking money. She's like, no, if you're working for it, then you should be getting money. And I was like, ah, oh, I'm so confused. You had a paper, <laughs> did you have a paper route later on? And poor. I had a daily news route and a Bergen record route. The daily news was a morning, a Bergen record was an afternoon. I didn't have them at the same times, but I did both newspapers. You had a bike? I did. Then I had the granny cart, the granny shopping cart on Sundays I would use because the papers were so thick, you couldn't put them all on your bike. Right. So I, you know, it's a collapsible, you know, metal frame cart that's a, you know, open it up and you would just fill it with papers. It would be filled. Then I'd pull that on my bike. I didn't have a paper route, but you always hung around the guys that had a paper route for some reason. A lot of change and singles in their pocket. Just walking around, shooting the breeze, throwing the paper on that you have to Uh throw it on there. You have to deliver to Uh, the front door. Usually in the front door where it it would typically between the screen door and the wood door, you open it up, you know, Ah, toss it in and you close it. So they open their door and their paper falls right in their home. But every Wednesday, I would go around with my collection cards, a big ring with the cards on it, and you'd collect. That's why I'd have, like... With the money. And yeah. then, you know, arcades were popping muscle. up. Yeah. No. Somebody got behind you. It, have to, usually pretty good. It's my friend Peter. He's 12 years old. You know, so you're 14. He's going to mess you up. You're 13, 14, <laughs> making like 30, 50 bucks a, a week, depending on tips. Let's just Jeez. say he's not bad. Yeah. Just say he socks a stick ball a couple blocks down the road. Uh, you wouldn't want that on your knee, would you? Mm-hmm. Pay up now. You bite your ankle. It's right, the Phillips yeah. File on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win your way to our iHeartRadio Music Festival in Vegas is just minutes away. On Real Radio 104.1. Okay. Put a file for a Monday. Stephen Kramer, attorney at law, is with us. Kramer Law Firm, one firm for life. Hello, counselor. Hello, hello. How are you doing? 
I missed you guys last week. Oh, we were here. Where, Where were, were you? you? Last week was Labor Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we so were we off. Worked. Yeah, I was here. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, if you were here, I said we were firing at all cylinders today, and that's just another example. <laughs> you guys, you like this mustache, right? I can't see Looks it. Looks good, Steven. Oh, you I seen, thought you were just in the shadow. Not mine, his. Who? <laughs> Jim's mustache. I can't see that one either. You work with him every day. I don't look at him. Yeah. It looks good. Yeah, we're not allowed to look at it's him. dashing, I think. I like it. It's always good when you refer to yourself as dashing. I think it does. I think it has a certain uh, certain element to it. I, I do, you too. You know, mustache thing. You can do things with a mustache that can turn you from, from one stereotypical type of character to another. Like if you let it drop down to into a Fu Manchu, yeah. changes the whole changes the whole thing. Oh, you can become a you can look even if you're not a badass, you can look a little scary or, or, instantly. Or just a little droop down the you know down the down the sides. It just does I look better with the droop down the sides. I look better with the cowboy mustache, I think. My opinion. But yours Audi. Audi. Looks good. I not everybody so. can pull it off. You pull it off. And it's, and it's only two weeks, so that's it? Yeah. Uh, two weeks. Two, oh, two years for me to grow a mustache. Boom. But, you know, this type of mustache, you really have to do it. takes a lot of work. Yeah. Well, you got to get it above the lip line you here. Got you got it below and above. And it's got to be you got a little space between the it's bottom kind of, of it's your a nose. Mustache. It is. Timely with Burt Reynolds passing, honoring. Yeah, but it's nowhere near his type of mustache. I wouldn't have that type of mustache. No, but any mustache can be interesting. He didn't look Burt good Reynolds. at the end, did he? He was 82 years old. Yeah, but he. Yeah, but. He still didn't look good. Yeah. Who looks good when they're 82? He looked unhealthy. He was well, an unhealthy I to know 82. Some people who are 82 look pretty damn good for their age. He didn't look good for his age. You don't and think he, he looked good for his age? No. And you know what you say to those people? It's like, damn, you look good for your age. He's all That's crippled right. up. You didn't He's say all, that about him. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. Nobody said, nobody looked at, maybe because he was so good looking. How so? Maybe. How so? What? No, no, they because he no, was so good looking. People what? remember from smoking and they remember from deliverance and they, re, you know, they remember. And that's how they remember. Yeah, if he was Joe Burt Schmoe, Reynolds. you'd say, wow, you look pretty good. But because he's Burt Reynolds, you view but him. But he didn't look good. Not even for like just an average person? No, he didn't look, he didn't, he, he didn't look well. Mm. Did you watch anything in honor of Burt Reynolds passing? I did not. I watched Boogie Nights. Do I've seen Boogie Nights so many times. One of my favorites. It's harder for celebrities, uh, and follow me on this, with Burt Reynolds, we see him at his prime yeah. all the time. Because, like, with old movies popping up, you're constantly mm-hmm. reminded of how he looked in his prime. Then you see him nowadays, and it's like, so you get that instant comparison. But with what other old person do you constantly see that? Even people in your family, you may know what they look like. There may be some pictures around your house. But with celebrities, you're always reminded what they look like in their prime. And then you see the comparison of how they look now. So, of course, I think he looks sickly. Yeah, but he was sickly. I mean, he was frail sickly. Yeah. He, he was, was had heart problems and so many problems with his body because he was, you know, a stunt man and then like to yeah. do a lot of his stunts. So you see him, I mean, but when you know when he was in his prime, he was really in his prime. That was yeah. a guy that was ma- major prime. I mean, Smokey was uh, what the second uh, amount top. of box office receipts after uh, Star Wars. He was a top box office draw for five years consecutively, I think. Yeah. Which is tied for the most with anybody, I'm pretty sure. He looked good at Boogie Nights, too. Kind of nice, he did. He was, had a nice toupe, you know, nice beard. He was good toupee. Really good toupee. He always had a pretty good toupee. I think Shatner's guy got hooked up with him or something. Shatner. Now, even uh, Elton John's got a much better piece. 
Now, Shatner is a guy that is up there, and he looks good for his age. He looks boisterous. Yeah. He looks alive. Yeah. He's alive. I watched uh, I watched another classic this weekend. Speaking what? of Broadway, you guys were talking about that a little bit. I watched uh, the 1958 Cat in a Hot Tin Roof. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me think. Hold on. Elizabeth Taylor? Mm-hmm. Tony Franciosa? Mm, I don't know. Who's the one that played the the weak brother? I can't remember. The, Wait, it's pa- Paul Newman in mm-hmm. Earl Ives? Yep. There you go. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Great play. Yeah, she's walking around with a slip. She's she's gorgeous. Yeah. What else you got there? Larger than life. True. I didn't think I'd be sucked in, but I got sucked in. It's a good movie. Yeah. It's really good. I saw a study. Um, now that you have entered the world of Hulu, are you a- and you're Amazon Prime, right? Amazon Prime, Hulu, the whole the yeah, whole mishpoka. So, the whole family. So, let me ask you: out of the the streaming services you're part of now, who do you think is top dog? Who makes the best quality shows? Netflix. Hmm. What about you guys? I think well, Netflix has so many more. Netflix uh, now owns comedy, but Netflix. Yeah, but I, I I like Jack Ryan and the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Both are That's on true. Prime. Are you watching Jack Ryan? Yes, I am. Well, anyway, I am. How many episodes? I'm three in. I'm and five then, in. It's good. And I then, like it. Just I like it too. And out of the three, Jim's favorite show is on Hulu, which is Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, I'm now putting that in between The Sopranos. And uh, Deadwood. For top shows ever. Top show for me okay. is The Wire. Well, there Followed is... by The Sopranos, followed by Deadwood. You... And even sometimes I'll put Sopranos at the top. You know they're making a Deadwood movie, They've been right? saying that for 15 oh, years. Oh, they are? Oh, Yeah, I don't know never if that's going to... I don't know if that's going to work. <laughs> well, they did a study on which of these streaming services were had the best-reviewed shows yeah. from critics and in general. And? and what they found was that Hulu was ranked highest really? according to... So these aggregators, Rotten Tomatoes is obviously a review aggregator. But the cheapest? Also, and the cheapest, I think, right? Hulu's the cheapest? Hulu's is free. Hulu's free, yeah. Well, okay. Well, can be free. Well, Yeah, not depends. if you want their... Not if you don't want to sit through commercials. Well, can you get Handmaid's Tale for free on Hulu? I don't I, know. Or, can you? I thought that was part of the pay service. I've only oh, been two paid different for ways so long. Handmaid, one way is cheaper, but you have to uh, go through Watch the commercials. Commercial. Yeah. The other way, and I'm not doing it. Well, it came out as Hulu <laughs> oh, no. number one, Amazon number two, Netflix worst of the bunch. Really? Yeah. The theory may be, though, that they're taking so many shots, that yeah. they've got so many shows out there that they're going to have more misses, too. Seen Jim Carrey's new show? I have not. Does he... He's... Doesn't seem like he's the same guy. He's not the same guy, apparently. Is he still... Did you watch the show? No, I had to record it, but there was some troubles, you know, here or there with. You it's know, just the, the magic seems gone. I'm kind of curious. Has anybody seen it here? No, I have not. No. What's it called? Friendship? What? I can't remember what it's called. It's called kidding. Isn't kidding. It? Kidding. kidding. Yeah. Is that it? Where he plays what? A, like a the host of a like a, a Mr. Rogers, a Mr. Type. Rogers type, but his personal life is just upside down. Oh, so it, art imitates reality. Yeah. Uh, but he, you know, you read some of his quotes. He doesn't make sense. He's one of those guys. You know, dude, it's like, dude, you're not making any sense. You he's know, got simplified. He's in the weeds, right? Yeah, he's really getting into the weeds. You know, and people do that when they get into their own personal journeys. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, you, you just want to say, "What are you talking?" Well, about? you know, he's one of the, the one of the biggest stars in the world. Completely isolated, yeah. s- enough money and celebrity to almost do anything that he wants. And then, of course, he had that tragedy very close 
where uh, you know his girlfriend died right. by overdose, well, and then says, he got into the autism, uh, the uh, the vaccine garbage. Yeah, but it's not. I think it's more of it when you have all that success, you got all the money that you ever dreamed of, you have all the success that you could ever dream of, and then you go, now what? Yeah. Now, now what's you know what's new? What's exciting? What's what motivates you? How do you self-actualize to reach some kind of goal? You know, and he's one of those guys that I, you know, we all know them all. Mm-hmm. You know, they get down deep. They get, they got to get really deep into what's going on personally. You know, with their with with their mind. You know, other people say eh, it's just another stage, and they move on to something. You know, he's one of those guys that I think gets caught up in his own neurosis. Yeah. I mean, he's. You know who surprisingly oh, is balanced? I oh, can't stand him. Who has all of those things, all the, all that money, all the recognition, all the fame, but who is surprisingly even-keeled and well-balanced? George Clooney. No. Not saying he's not, but Jerry guess. Seinfeld. Yeah, probably. When he's, you see him yeah. in Comedians with Cars, yes. he just seems so c- c- collected, I guess. I think he's, word. you know, here's the way balanced. it is. Here's what I believe. I established, uh, you know, this a long time ago. This is my, uh, this is the way that I operate. This is this is my life, and here are the parameters in which I don't think Jerry Seinfeld, at least the pyramid, he doesn't get caught into a lot of uh, retrospection, personal retrospection. He's ah! not, I don't think he's one of those individuals. No, really, I, I think or he maybe does. he did a long time ago, and he said, "Here's what, here's here's who I am. Here's what I think comedy is all about. Here's what I do." And, yeah, I think he's retro- he's introspective, but he doesn't get stuck in it. You know what I mean? And I, and maybe it's that he stays balanced because his family keeps him grounded to reality. Yeah, maybe. Where so many of these people just have no grounding. I think that's a good insight. Yeah. Yeah. You know, some people, they just get, it's like, all right, time to move on. I can watch that show over and over. Comedians in, in cars getting coffee. It's a great show. I love it. Would you rather watch that or Seinfeld reruns? Ooh, that's tough. Depends on the the particular episode. I'll take. They're still funny. They still They're are. They're still s- s- funny. Timeless. Even the stand up that he does is still pretty on. Like this, when he talks about traffic and he airports. Gets it done. Yeah, I've seen him twice here in town at uh, you know at uh, at uh, Doctor. F- tr- I mean, he's no, funny. I mean, the stand up introductions to the show when they did that for the first seven years or whatever. I never liked that. You didn't? No. I think it was I didn't like it before. I like it now. Because you know, wear those bright red jackets or bright blue jackets. Hold on. Stephen Kramer is our guest. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Oh, yeah. Green snakes on the ceiling. You'll bet. Stephen Kramer is our guest, shows up every Monday to talk about the law, talk about this, that, whatever. What are you collecting now, anything? Into something new now? You know, I went to a uh, really cool estate sale in Winter Park, and I got this amazing stained glass. I don't know. I collect. I, the problem is, I like you. I collect too many things. What don't I collect? Yeah, I get into collecting. And I say, eh, I don't want to collect this anymore. And then you put that collection away, or you give it away, or something like that, right? No, I don't give it away. So you put it in I the give closet. Away a lot of stuff, but now that that kind of stuff, I don't. Yeah, I, got, I know. I got a snare drum from you. You did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that but that's not a collectible. 
Well, I mean, well, I guess you're into collecting drums. snare drums. Exactly. Yeah, but it doesn't mean it's not worth anything other than no. what I paid for it. No, but I have the same problem. So I have my coin collection somewhere. I had my comic book collection. I had all these. They're all in different spots. I'm into collecting something, but I can't tell you about it now. Like I, on air. I just started. Yeah, I don't want to do it. I don't want to give it away. I finally, I mean, I... I it's pretty cool, though. Oh, yeah? I what think so. Teasing it. I was right, just well, teasing. I'm just teasing. That's all. I, uh... I finally saw the one for Labor Day, you know, they do movie marathons and one of the big ones always for holidays is what Bond movies, right? Yeah. So I finally sat down and watched the one Bond movie that is always ranked highly that I've never seen. Which one? I finally saw on Her Majesty's Secret Service. And who's the who's the James that's, Bond? That's the one off with Lazenby. Oh yeah, okay. He's a good Bond. Yeah, Jim so, was so, you're so dismissive. I know. Yeah, okay. Wait, well, I mean, you know, if he was so good. Why is he, he in quit. only one? He quit. He had a contract to do six more, and then somebody told him it's the 60s, baby. It's a swing in 60s. War is out, peace is in. You need to get out of this. You can rule the world. So he goes to the premiere of the movie <laughs> with long hair and a mustache, which is not James Bond, and then he quits the night before premieres. Worst career advice ever. Bad career move. <laughs> and then he gets blacklisted and winds up doing you know, movies out of Hong Kong. He's supposed to be in a movie with Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee dies before they film it. Uh, story of Where my life. Where are you life. getting this? I've read about. Okay. All right. I do this thing. If I'm watching a movie, if I'm listening to music, I get out and I read about it because I want to know. I want to dig down deep. I want to know all about it. Yeah. I was reading about the actors today in the uh, Jack Ryan. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, because because they're so good. Yeah. They are. I mean, it, sometimes bad guys are. You just want to. All right. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a good Suleiman, hero. Suleiman. He's yeah. a bad guy, isn't he? But, but he's a good bad guy. He's it's he's not, a bad guy with maybe eh, some good intentions, but mm, not you know. I think they're trying to show the complexity of the issue. I think you they can't are too. be a great. You can't have a great hero. How about the guy movie? on the motorbike. Which one? The one that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah you can't be a great hero without a great bad guy. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The, the reason <laughs> Batman's so great is he's got the Joker and the Penguin and all these villains. Right. The reason that show is good is because they didn't take a one-dimensional bad guy. They made somebody with some depth. They made him a little scary. And the uh, the plot line in the Jack Ryan series, but you know the you know the the guys who fly the drones. I mean, that's based on a lot of. Real deal stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they're they're yeah. I mean, they're killing people, and then okay, it's five o'clock, time to go home. And, Punching the clock, which is exactly. weird, right? Then you go back to work the next day. Okay, target this person, target that person. I you, mean, it's a mixed bag. About, you saw the one one episode with the guy that was a drug yeah, well, pilot. Yeah, yeah. See, I mean, what was the, up with that uh, thing? Was, I don't know. Oh, right? that happens all the time. Yeah, but, but why did it work out that way? <laughs> I don't know. Unless that character. Yeah, Right? Are we going to come back to that? Yeah, I hate to talk about this. this say, number one, I, I don't know what you're talking about, Phillips. And number two, and now you're going to start giving stuff away, and mm-hmm. I don't like that either, so Correct. we can't. But right. I, don't, I don't understand that either. Yeah. Did you? I no. mean, is there some connection? No. It's salacious. Yes. It's salacious. Yeah. So my favorite yeah, thing... you never want just... to do it. That's always dangerous. You just... I think it was just an example of self-destructive behavior. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that makes sense. I'm with you on that. It's tough to to update Tom Clancy. I mean, that those those books are very time era specific. 
and they did it. They did a good job of being faithful to those characters and bring them into the century, right? Yeah, yes. I think so. Like I love that. I, I think it's a good series. Oh, I mean, that's my favorite is, book. It is what it so is. Good. So good. Mm. Um, but Tom Clancy was ahead of his time. Well, he Tom Clancy was revealing things about military capabilities in the. Uh, uh, 90s or late 80s oh yeah when he was writing these books that was not really public knowledge at the time where i believe he kind of got called in it's like hey you know why are you how are you so close here mr clancy exactly so i i think what i one thing i like about the series is making sure that they're always giving you the cutting edge technology that is in use today speaking of spying by the way uh to touch on something law there was this Big class action lawsuit with Vizio. Do you guys hear about this? No. Where TVs were spying on people and they were selling to data third parties. I told you. You know, years ago I said, and I'm the I'm the least literate when it comes to computers and all that kind of stuff. But I said, I'm telling you right now, with your with your with your computer monitor, they have the ability if they want to to look back at you. Why do you think Mark Zuckerberg has his camera covered? That's what I do. Yeah. yeah. And I told people, and I remember, oh, no, they can't do that. They can't do that. And then, you know, once again, your Uncle Jimmy has proved correct. There, there are systems in place. That, of course. So do you cover your microphone, though? I mean, supposedly a lot of people are worried. What like microphone? On your, on your phone, on your computer, on your devices. What microphone on my computer? Uh, the one that you speak into if you want to Skype chat, the one that goes along with that I, camera. I don't do that. Yeah, see? I don't either, but I think we need to. You on Facebook? I am. Are you on uh, uh, Twitter? I am. Say, uh, You're out. One of the best moves I've made in the past couple of months. Yeah, I just said no more. I don't want anything more to do with it. Well, the best because part. Because it was taking up too much of my time, especially Twitter. Well, the best part about this TV lawsuit and the uh, sp- the spying thing is now they're going to do all the um, announcements for setting on the class action through the TV. Yeah, which is hilarious. Yeah, break from Twitter. There's nothing on Twitter. All you, it's just, it's just you're looking for a fight. You're spoiling for a fight. I don't engage like that. There's though. something. Yeah, there's something. Yeah, you're getting caught up into that into that pleasure uh, section of your brain, where you're looking. Hey, well, I just uh, tweeted something out. And now, oh boy, now I got five likes. Before you know it, it's like uh, your the first dopamine line of receptors start kicking in. You know, first of all, you know, two lines will do you, and then all of a sudden you got to have ten, and all of a sudden you got fifteen likes. Well, that's not good enough. Now you want twenty likes. I never had that problem with social media. You, you're getting caught up, and you just don't realize it. How often do you check it? I don't remember the last time I did. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I don't really you're engage like, like most that. people. No, I don't want to be. So. When you say uh, like, if you want to incentivize and punish somebody, like I want somebody to do something, what, do you say something that has to do with like a vegetable? Like, what are you talking about? Like, do you say carrot and <laughs> stick? I'm going to use carrot and stick on them. No, you never say that. Like, oh man, we've well, got to get. The, I know the term carrot and stick, but I I can't remember the last time I would know. My if I want to get at somebody. No, if you talking about like, hey, we've got to really get Joe into line, or we got to really get Pinkman in line. Let's get the carrot. You know, we'll use the carrot and the stick, and we'll get him to, to. No. Well, I had a favorite. That's really old school. But it is carrot and stick, right? As opposed to. Well, my wife did something that made me smile today. She said, uh, "We got to use the carrot on stick." We're talking about our kids doing something. <laughs> so it's like putting a cat. Now you're gonna laugh about it again. So you out her. She oh. makes an honest mistake. You out her, and you oh, laugh at trouble. her on the radio. 
bad move. Bad yeah, form. Bad no, 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 no. I take Jim's oh, yeah. It's going to be a chilly your, night. Yeah, say goodbye just to your how Monday I pay night. the bills, baby. <laughs> it's going to be a chilly night in the Kramer household. I see the logic of it. You've got like a stick. You've got a beast of burden like too. a donkey. I think it's cute. You've got a carrot on there on the stick luring them. Here's what you do. So, baby, it's just this is the way we put food on the table, baby. That's what I do with Catherine. I said, you know, it's just, I know the things that I say where she's gone. You know, either disagrees or you know, geez, Jim, can you? And I said, "So you know, we put food on the table." I'm and gonna tell laughs. her. I thought it was cute, and that's why I brought it up is because I thought it was cute. And there you it go. Made me smile. There you go. You like put that? the shovel aside. Not too bad. Just try to climb out of that <laughs> hole. <laughs> I brought it up. I knew what I. I knew I was getting into something, but I did think it was pretty cute. No, I think it's. I think you know, there's a strategy. He brought it up on purpose because he knows he's in the doghouse because of. Something she brought it up. She said, "Did you giggle? Did you laugh when yes, she said it?" You knew you're in hot water immediately. So using this opportunity, right? Am I right, guys? Yeah. Using this opportunity. Oh, by the way, my wife said something really cute today. <laughs> I'll take that, Stephen. Yeah, so my my. Sweet if move. only I had a longer nice mustache mo- to twirl. Nice move, Stephen Kramer, attorney at law. <laughs> yeah. Nice yeah. move. Our uh, compliments to you. <laughs> I uh, you asked if I was collecting. I did. I did do collect one thing online. What? I uh, my dad buys like silver and stuff, like bulk, you know, um, bullion. He likes to collect coins or whatever. So he came across a silverware set and he gave it to me. Nice. And and uh, I finished it out. I got the like it was missing a couple of spoons, so I got that. So there you go. Silver, silver. Yeah. Where you have to polish it? No, if it's not, if it's. Sterling, it, you don't have to polish it as much. Plate like is garbage. Yeah, plate you got to polish nonstop. It always gets tarnished. Yeah. Would you bring that out of Thanksgiving? What do I you don't do? know. I've never used it. I've never brought it out. I've only got it recently. And it feels weird to eat on it, right? I don't know. I don't have any utensils like that. I mean, I have some nice yeah, silverware, but nothing like that. You know, something you break out for you having a dinner party or you know, Thanksgiving course, or whatever. The problem is now everybody's so casual. And I'm so casual. Like, Thanksgiving, really what we want to do is Wait, get the paper, paper plates. plates and Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I can't. I mean, Martha Stewart can do the full, you know, chargers, plates, flatware, all that. Do you, when you guys do it, do you do the, the yes. real deal? You yes, do. we do. For the traditions. Yeah. It's just a nice thing, nice thing to do because we rarely do that, so... You know, you have a, you know, you're, listen, see, this is what happens when Mo's not here. All Every single time Mo's not here, we start talking about dinnerware or curtains or ironing or, you know, <laughs> the proper way to wash Flatware. your clothes. Yeah. Why do you think that is? I don't know. We're balancing That's out weird. the lack I, of I don't know what it energy. is. Well, because I'm, even when she's here, we rarely talk about things like that. Well, I'm plugged into that, too, because I'm the one that brought up flatware and pop. And- it just happens. It's just it's part of the deal. I can't explain it. Well, I'm going to make a commitment now that this Thanksgiving is going to be the inaugural one. I'm going to break it out, and when yeah. I'm doing those dishes, when we're doing those dishes, I'm going to think of Jim Phillips on Thanksgiving. Yeah, do, do something nice. It's a nice fan. Something a nice way to you know start a family tradition. You don't want to have Thanksgiving, pay, you know, eat paper plates. Oh, uh, we've done the go out to dinner on Thanksgiving. I have too. What do you think about that? I kind of like it. I kind of like I it. Kinda like I kind of like it, too. I kind of don't, though. Because it's just the two of us. Every once in a while, eh. my brother-in-law shows up, so it's three. And it's just a lot of work. I mean, for three people, 
Like, you know, you're finished in a half hour. It takes you all day to cook. Wah, wah. And, uh, you know, and then you got oh, all this. My wife says she still loves me. Of course, oh, well, she she texted me just now. I, I felt my phone vibrate. And I was like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Lovely lady. I know. She's a very side. nice lady, as a matter of fact. She'll even get me dinner. Yeah, so, yeah, I've done nice. the go out for Thanksgiving. I kind of like it. It's not. I don't know. I've done it, but it doesn't feel right. I mean, it is way easier. It is way easier. It just doesn't feel quite right. Go out and get a steak. That definitely doesn't feel right. you got to have some turkey. No. You're going, I don't know if this is right until you take that first bite. Then you go, this is right. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're doing the steakhouse. steakhouse. Yeah, this is better than some dried up damn turkey. No, or, I'm going to do know, the turkey. I'll eat it dried, gravied, whatever way. Ten pounds of mashed potatoes just sitting there, big old lump of bowl of mashed potatoes. That's another holiday where I'll do the Bond movies. I got to say, Diana Rigg also uh, pretty decent in that movie. Yeah. And at the end of that one, we could spoil it after 50 years about him mm. getting married and. Oh, and the end of it. I've never seen it. Alert. You've never seen it? No. Oh, no, no wonder you said, no wonder you dismissed it as soon as I brought it up. I have no desire to see it. It's rated consistently in the top five of Bond movies of all of them. By whom? By, like, look it up George every list. Lazenby. I dare you. The Broccoli Family. I dare. Yeah. You yeah. pay attention to Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, Cauliflower. Yeah. You the do? Cauliflower. I'm not saying it's the only thing. I like Peter Travers. <laughs> and the Carrot and Stick people, too. Why are you? I said Peter Cabbage Report. Carried on. Stuff. I don't know who that is. Who's he's Peter the Trevor? Rolling Stone movie critic. Okay. And he's got good taste. He likes to have a good time. He's like me. He likes the good critical, you know, meaty, uh, substantive movies. But he also likes a good popcorn flick. The ones you make fun yeah. of me for. Speaking of popcorn, what is the stuff? Uh, what did you bring in? Because that's pretty good. I was going to change his life. I'm going to bring you guys some too. This uh, popcorners. I got kettle corn popcorners. It's like popcorn, but without the stuff gets caught in your teeth. The <gasps> corners of the popcorn. It's pretty it's amazing. Good. It's pretty good. Neat. It's amazing. You won't hand out any more, though. It's I just, oh, Okay, whatever. Yeah, Maybe fair next enough. Time. Thank yeah. you, Stephen. Of course. Have fun tonight when you see your wife. Mm, that should I be will. Uh, interesting. Nice lady. You say as you twist your mustache. No, I don't have enough. I don't have enough to twist. Yeah. I, I don't want any twisty. Soon enough. Twistability. This is a dashing look, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smashing. I, I too am growing a mustache, so I can't. I got to stick with you. Looks pretty good. We got to stick together. Thank you, Stephen. Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Pizza has been blamed for 2,300 hospital visits in the U.S. in 2017. The only possible explanation for this is that pizza is finally starting to fight back after being food for so long. Next, a toddler handed a bag of drugs to an officer at a traffic stop. Wow. What an arc. Finally, a naked man accidentally started a house fire while trying to bake cookies on his George Foreman grill. That's the lean mean fat reducing house burning down machine. Headlines were brought to you by iHeartRadio. Alexa play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. End transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407 916 1041. You are listening to The Phillips File, where horrible news is reported horribly. Real Radio! 104.1 Oh yeah. 
Coming down to the latter day we got many men that are deep at play so I keep an eye on the shadows smile to see what it has to say. Yeah, the getaway. Yeah, bro. Tattoo. I don't know. I think we should <laughs> Wait, all get it. Listening to the Red Hot Chili Peppers makes I say you, that every time. You think you should get a tattoo? Another huh? tattoo. No, yeah. we're all going to go get tattoos. I've yeah, been thinking I, about getting mine, something done to mine. No, don't do it. Don't don't mess with it. <laughs> I'll do it. Because all, all, you can't reduce the size. Yeah. You can only go bigger. Yeah. Which would be awesome. Settle down, oh, you. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm just saying he could get a cool koi fish on his calf. No, oh. That's not where my tattoo is. I know. I was thanks. trying not to reveal your actual location. By the way, somebody uh, has uh, taken the quarter. Remember I mentioned this last week? There was a quarter oh. sitting. It's been here for weeks. One, one single quarter. And I said, I'm not falling for it because I, I think it's a setup yeah. to try to see if anybody who sits in here is a thief. So I just left it alone, even though I could have used that quarter for the vending machine. I left it, but it's gone. So I want to know who so took it. Someone. I think someone. S- someone took it. I think C-Lane was sitting in there earlier. Bingo. Oh, a quarter. Cool. And then he went and bought a snack with it. And three other quarters. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't know. Because it was, it, it was sitting there for three weeks. And Mo touched it on Thursday. Yeah. But you saw her put it back, right? She did, yeah. She didn't uh, you know, she didn't pocket it. Interesting. Yeah. I said, don't touch that. But then I who- said, I've been sitting in here for weeks now, and I think somebody's setting us up to see if, uh, you know, if Russ comes in the next day and it's gone, well, who are they going to blame it on? Me. But you know who sits there Friday that doesn't normally sit there is Dirty Jim. So he may have taken it. I don't know. Just a quarter. Call someone who cares, dude. What? Nothing. I get it. Travis Tritt. <laughs> Points. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play some PPT, man. We are off. We're off the it's rails going today. well. We're just not. Come on, Mo. Come on back, Mo. We're psyched for pickleball, dude. That's what. Yeah, I'm saving my energy. <laughs> All <laughs> week. I try to breathe. You should take Friday off so you can like fully relax. <laughs> exactly. Maybe get a massage, stretch, do the whole thing for Maybe pickleball. A, a steam. Oof. All right, here we go. Uh, person, place, or thing. What's the prize? That would be a pair of passes to the advanced screening of White Boy Rick on Wednesday, this Wednesday, September 12th. Matthew McConaughey's in that movie, right? Yes, he is. He's rocking a cool mustache. I've seen the trailer for that. It looks interesting. Oh, yeah. I'd go see it. You know what it's about? Uh, this kid that like is selling drugs. Yeah. Actually, I've seen the preview a couple times. It's about the youngest yeah. uh, CI or uh, drug informant to turn on. Yeah, oh, he was a drug a dealer. Drug and, informant. I yeah. thought he was just became a 
He did, but no, I think in the end they they he becomes an informant. That's part of the billing. The youngest drug informant ever. Okay. In Detroit. Hey, my your screen is not working. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll tell you who's up. Well, yeah. who's up? Go. All right, we got Mark on line one. All right, Mark, you're up. Uh, person, place, or thing? Pick one. Uh, let's go with thing. Let's go with the thing. Thank you, Brad. Thanks, Brad. Uh, this thing over. Th- 3,500 types of these things have been described from various parts of the world. Oh, I, oh yeah. Over 3,500 types of these things have been described from various parts of the world. I can give you a clue. Jim, I think you have had the greatest radio program in the history of the world. <laughs> oh, you're looking for another clue, aren't you? <laughs> oh, no, sir. I just wanted to... All right, here, I'll throw it. I'll throw it. Thank you, sir. Dr. Mudd. No, it wasn't. Oh, oh I know him. What's the clue again? Over 3,500 types of these things have been described from various parts of the world. Oh. Um, again, one of your clues that confused the hell out of me. Dr. Mud. Let's go with uh, different types of flowers. Different types of flowers. That's Bravo. your final Now, I'm sorry. Sir. Oh. Thank you for the compliment, sir. <laughs> but that's uh, not right. Who's on two? Uh, that is also someone named Mark. All right, Mark, uh, number two, here's your clue. They come and go without notice, but they always leave their mark on those smitten. Over 3,500 types of these things have been described in various parts of the world. They come and go without notice, but they always leave their mark on those smitten. Oh, you know the only thing that comes to mind, Jim, yeah. is beer, 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 beer. That's your final answer? Yeah. What did he say? Uh, Beer, 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 Wait, beer. You can't tell him he's wrong and then say, <laughs> well, no, I know what did he say? Yeah, but it didn't. Yeah, but it didn't I know it didn't. You have, yeah, beer know, is what he was I saying. The answer came nowhere near, near that. beer. It, sorry, Mark. It's not near beer. Next is line three. Yep, that's also Mark. Uh, Mark number Wait, three. Here three we go, Mark. Clue number three, and I'll give you an extra clue. They are derived from the Spanish meaning little fly. Ooh. Uh, well, let me give you a clue. Wait a minute. Oh, I just forgot ahead. it. Go ahead. Oh, it's confused. Won't help you, sir. Wait a minute. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, By the way, Jim, I did text in real radio, and you and the wife are invited to the house for Thanksgiving if you don't have anything thank to you. do. Thank you very much. I, deep fried turkey. I, appreciate, I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> I will uh, send my uh, regrets right now. We'll not be able to make that. Okay. You don't know what Paparazzi. But... Think of the paparazzi. <laughs> 3,500 3, types of these things have been described from various parts of the world. They come and go without notice, but they always leave their mark on those smitten. They're derived from the Spanish meaning little fly. Uh, hummingbirds? Hummingbirds. That's a good That's guess. That's your final answer? Not right. Yeah. Looking forward to that turkey. Here's uh, line four. Who's this? Mark. Mark four? Mark four. What's your vector, Victor? Its transmission can be deadly. What's his real name, Pinkman? Samuel. Samuel, Samuel, you're on. Hello? You ruined the joke, Sam. Samuel, clue number four is, what's your vector, Victor? Its transmission can be deadly. Um, if I'm guessing mosquito. Mosquito, <gasps> you said. That's your final answer? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. baby! Yeah. Mosquito, good <laughs> job. How'd you come on? How'd you figure that one out? Uh... I mean, like, mosquito sounds Spanish. Yeah, you got uh, it. All right. Yeah, but I think uh, paparazzi essentially means uh, mosquito, like pesky mosquito. Common bomb, malaria, yellow fever, the Zika virus. I think it was Dr. Mudd 
who set the uh, broken leg of John Wilkes Booth, who was sent to uh, Dry Tortugas uh, Fort Jefferson. And I think helped come up with ways to deal with malaria. I might be way off on that. That part I didn't know. See, I like your clues that may or may not be factual. <laughs> That's but rude. You throw That's them out there. very rude. <laughs> I will bet you a dollar that Dr. <gasps> Mudd helped come up with a cure for malaria. No, Pinkman's your sucker. I'm no. not betting. His middle name was Quinine. <laughs> oh, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm not been a terrible day, ladies and gentlemen. It's just, ter- it's just been an awful day. We saved it right there. Mo will be back with us tomorrow. God willing, the creeks don't rise. Hey, tonight eat dessert first. Grin like a dog. Wander aimlessly. Pound your conch as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care.